TCR Podcast, episode 293. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by Alex Shock. Hello. I'm joined by Liz Lysui. Good evening. And Justin Chow. I'm here as well. How's everybody doing? Great. We're we doing good? Fab- fabulous. It's like two weeks before Christmas. Yeah. It is. I know, right? Um, it came so fast. Yeah. I know. We got to figure out when we're doing gift exchanges. Uh, so, also. I know last week on the podcast. Panicking. <laughs> Currently. How's on the side. 19th, this coming Sunday? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't no, have everyone's gift. Come on, we're still shipping. <laughs> yeah, pretty much the last day that I have available. I we mean, do it after. Yeah. And I made I us a reservation for breakfast. All right, Sunday. Get... Yeah, that was we Sunday. Can... On... Sunday the nineteenth. You were here. I would... Yeah, like you and I talked about it, and I made the reservation while you were here. Did you blow it again? We'll figure this out after the podcast. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> can we get you a calendar or something? Uh, yes. Do you but... use a calendar? If yeah. anyone hasn't gotten yeah, Justin do. a gift yet, a now we know what to get. <laughs> uh, anywho, we're this is a video game podcast. Crap. Everybody's doing great. This is this is good news. So yeah, couple weeks away from Christmas. I think we're we have one more podcast left in the can after this one. That'll be next week's, which will be our personal game of the years, if possible. We'll we'll coordinate and figure out what's possible there. Uh, but for this week, we've got a bit of catching up to do, because shortly after the podcast last week, the Game Awards happened, everybody. Yep. The Game mm-hmm. Awards. So I think this would be our opportunity to kind of discuss what happened there. I don't know if we would necessarily care about the winners of stuff, um, but I figure we could talk about the event. Yeah, and some I mean, of the stuff I think we should announced. talk about the Game the year I, award winner. We could talk about the game of the year. I want to, there's a few I just want to like touch on too, but we don't yeah. have to go category yeah. by category. Actually, for the sure. big yeah. ones. Well, what were people's general feelings on the Game Awards this year? Like, just just right off the top, how were you feeling about this year's show? Um, I thought the announcements were... I thought started strong and ended pretty weak, mm. I'll say. Mm. I was I was impressed by the production value of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought it was a well-put-together show. I wasn't blown away by the announcements, but I thought the pacing of the awards and how it was all done yeah. and jeff Keighley's hosting this year i thought that i thought the whole thing was wrapped up really well i wasn't necessarily excited from a game perspective though yeah i i'm of the mind that it was streamlined a bit better yeah but my 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 main criticism is i feel like there there was really no showstoppers it was all kind yeah. of stuff we've seen already and like maybe one or two interesting new things and also, like, I don't know. Did you guys notice how heavily advertised it was? Oh, yes. I, mean, I felt I, it was that's one thing I thick with the advertisements yeah. this was it? year. It, it always is. There's a lot of stuff it that wasn't video games. particularly specific. egregious like, this time. Like, it doesn't... They, they try to, like, hide it behind, like, it's on YouTube so you don't realize it. But then yeah. they do go literally to commercial breaks. Yeah. Where they're, like, not showing anything and you're watching. But then it's that's like they always... Up, that's the part to fast forward. I, I think <laughs> what I noticed is that they come off the commercial breaks and then they say... This year's esports team of the year, presented by Toyota, goes yeah, to, and right. it's like Toyota. That's true. Like, what That's the true. hell? You know, uh, so, Justin, what, what were your feelings on the show? So I only caught a, a very bare minimum of it, and it was during like me just walking around LA at the time. So I can, I was listening to a bit of it. I will say that I was watching it, and I was definitely thinking the commercials particularly were were egregious. I, were they in? The show, or was it YouTube's thing? Like playing? No, play it was, it was, it was in the show, the show yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. They guise it as it's one of those like 
old timey TV things where they like cut to commercial break and then yeah. the host is standing there with right. like Ovaltine. Right. Yeah. And it's like guys does like part of the show, but it's actually a commercial break. Yeah. From, what I, from what I did watch, I do remember thinking I've watched now more commercials than game awards of any kind. Yeah. I, I also think that like part of the structure of what they're doing, like I think it's just like I don't know. Before before the show happened, I felt like it was getting hyped up a lot by Jeff Keighley. I mean, I follow him on Twitter and stuff, so I'm like seeing every time he tweets about stuff, and it seems like he was really selling it super hard. And I'm just like, okay, like you know, I'm excited, sure. Like let let's see what's going on. But then like, I don't know, man. I feel like they're getting pretty fast and loose with the words world premiere. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. You know, now like, it's every just a time thing. they would say world premiere, I'd be like, we. But I, it's like we, we know we this know game, about this. But it was it's not never, a world premiere. Is is you, it, are you just mean it's a trailer? That, which, because that's not exciting to me, yeah. right? I wouldn't. They all be world premieres. Hopefully, you're not showing me a trailer I've already seen. That's a good. That's a <laughs> good point. Well, Touché, I, I just don't understand. They'll, they'll say world premiere. It's like the same game and the same trailer, but now it's on Switch. You know, and that that's a world premiere. Mm, I, I hate that. I don't like that. I hate that a lot, actually. Yeah, that was not how Xbox first introduced us to world premiere. No, definitely not. That was not how they used it, and I don't like that they're just stealing this idea and making it much worse. Did the focus <laughs> groups tell them that world premiere as a word or as a phrase, rather, actually dro- drove hype? Like, why is everybody jumping on that bandwagon I'm, to begin I with? I sure think it was just clowned on Xbox for it the first yeah. time. Yeah, exactly. But it made it memorable. We all talked about it. Well, exactly. And I think that's probably where it gained its sort of, like, infamy. In- kind infamy, of it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it would be funny. It would be a funny, cool callback idea if it was not... They on, just, if it was actually used for world premieres. They did it too point. often. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They did it too often. Very yeah. often. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Every time I single one. It, doesn't, it made no sense. Well, you know, amongst all the world premieres, whatever, I, you know, we... Go ahead. Sorry. Go on. No, I was just going <laughs> to say. So, so the point of the world premieres is like, obviously, in, in my opinion, the meat of what we're watching this for are the announcements right like right. the awards are what they are right and it's like that's fine but i feel like we're here to, to kind of see the new stuff yeah. and in general alex what do you feel like floated to the top as far as announced games because there was like probably like two dozen or maybe like i don't know can maybe, we list maybe a like, few of them oh, first sub sub like maybe 20 that were announced or talked about but I'm not sure what was actually like, you know, relevant or exciting well, for most people. Last year, my hype meter, I felt like hit 11 a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, isn't that what they announced Sephiroth? I was last year for Smash. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. it was. Uh, so there were a lot of fun things happening there, but nothing really got past like a seven for me. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at like, and it wasn't even an announcement, but you saw the Suicide Squad gameplay, yeah, yeah. and it looked fun. Yeah, um, yeah, it looked much better than I expected it was going to, and like, yeah, I had to like sort of like gel I that mean, I was like, wait, this is a Rocksteady game. Yeah, you know I, I was mean? Ex- I'm, like, I have pretty high expectations for that game. Well, it's like I just don't care about like the Suicide Squad as characters. And is so, it like how, oh how much am I actually going to be excited about? Well, this? is it multiplayer too? Like, is it only multiplayer? Can you play it? I'm wondering how the interaction will work. Can I just jump in there, sort of Guardians of the Galaxy style? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I play it by myself, or do I need to? You know, I'm clearly all the the players all seem. All the characters seem playable, whether or not yeah. everybody's playing them together. I don't know. Yeah. I, it might be a hot swapping thing. Yeah. Or like a live multiplayer thing. I don't I, know. I was, again, at like a 6-7 level, like Wonder Woman oh, yeah. game that has never... We've never really had a Wonder Woman game. It's by the Shadow of Mordor people, so you're going to get the Nemesis system, Yep, which yep. is fun. Yeah, that's fun. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And but it was just kind of a flash. There wasn't, it, it was like there's no. It game was like play. the Wolverine really trailer. It's yeah, like, yeah. by the way, we're gonna do this. Mm. The Wolverine yeah. trailer, I think, carried a little bit more weight because it was like, hey, this is like Insomniac. It's like, holy shit, okay, like that's a big deal, you know. Mm, I think Wolverine's just a stronger like cult following character. I guess it, my thought is like, if you know that it's coming from the studio that just made literally the best Spider-Man game ever made, yeah, it's like that's okay, that's a huge deal. Like yeah. Shadow of Mordor, I think is good, but to me that that always ranked as kind of like an eight. Like there was a bit more novelty than like this is legit a really good game. Yeah. It's like no, it's like an eight. You know, yeah. it's, it's good. I like it's playable. You know, I liked all the Shadow games. A lot, you also actually. like all games like that third person action and i'm a do big lord of the rings fan so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that system is fun i mean i like yeah i played it to death yeah yeah i played all of it fully so, all the time <laughs> outside of that it's like some trailers look cool like i still think forspoken looks really cool just mm-hmm. in terms of gameplay who knows what the hell that's gonna be um yeah, I don't know, that game seems a little weird to me i don't know what it's gonna be yeah but it looks the action looks uh appealing to me i would i'm looking forward to playing it do I think it's going to be good or blow anybody's mind? I, I don't know. The story seems very peculiar. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm in for it. I'll see and what's up. I think that's kind of it, right? Like, am I missing something huge? I don't I mean, think there so. was this the Star Wars Eclipse. Yes, trailer. that that was more interesting in concept to me because like the trailer again didn't really show us gameplay or anything, but it's made by Quantic Dream, you know, famous for uh, Detroit Become Human and uh, heavy rain Mm -hmm. you know this sort of like heavy narrative driven like decision tree splitting pathways type situation and in the star wars universe i'm like yes you know what i mean i'm down for that and it also seems like it's not a jedi story which i'm also down for because it's like there's a lot of lore and, and world building that's already like established for us so it's like just let me get in there and do something interesting yeah and yeah, I see that trailer, but that sounds amazing. That sounds trailer, awesome. The trailer <laughs> itself was also like very impressive graphically. Really? Who knows how that's gonna look in the actual right. game? But the I mean, cinematics, like, it was very like it was uh, a guy playing like one of those like big taiko drums, and it was like you saw him from the back, and you really saw like every muscle in his back was moving, and like, and then mm. it flashed well, to a lot. Down, of let's come and then it flashed to like a lot of you know there was a lot of space scenes and a lot of like you know high graphics and lightsabers it, it, it and there's a lot of I I thought it was visually very impressive and I, I was surprised by how many notes it hit right because it was yeah. like yeah you get like ground you get bard you get space you get like all these aliens Jedi like, clone like it's yeah, so it's like, there's a lot yeah. going on here like you know I feel like you could isolate a story to like any one of those areas and it would be like interesting. I guess for yeah. me for me Star Wars and when I think of Star Wars and games. I think of, I think of Jedi, but I also think of action, mm. and I think, yeah. I don't, it's it's hard for me to separate that, you know, the Force powers or Boba Fett or mm. you know this very Jedi ex- power battles on the PS One. I'm with exa- you, like exciting, <laughs> exciting active world, and to think like those games are, I, I like those games. It's hard for me to get hyped about them, and then just because they're very story based. So just thinking of a story based game in the Star Wars universe. It's just I'm still not like quite there. I have to yeah. I have to kind of dig in and see if it hits that. I agree that we definitely need to whatever. see more. It's un, it's unclear, right? Anything that doesn't show gameplay is always a little suspect to me because I'm just like well, like like perfect transition. Like the Alan Wake 2 trailer. It's like in concept, like I'm a big Alan Wake fan. I really love that game. And in concept, Alan Wake 2 sounds great, but it's like you also didn't show me anything about what the game looks like to actually play. So it's like what of my actually getting excited about it, i don't know and one of the release dates on any of these oh yeah 
I don't know if far. they even had them on there, but I I don't think a single one of them is going to launch in 2023. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and I'm I'm still at a point in my I'm at a point in my gaming career now where just like don't show me. I don't even want to see it. Six yeah. months ahead of time. I don't want to know. Not yeah, that's it. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> don't show me Wonder Woman's like chest and skirt, and then like Why go away. and then I'm it's just like. <laughs> that's, sorry, that that's all you show, uh, and then you're like 2025. Yeah. yeah, that's not the real date, but it's probably something close to that. I mean, after the inevitable delay, I'm sure that'll be pretty accurate. Actually, just the costume was like pretty much exactly the costume for the movie. It was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She, but the Odd she looks a little more. Amazonian, like Gal Gadot's yeah. a little more slim, right? Yeah. yeah. So just just brushing through the rest of the list here, we talked about Forspoken and Alan Wake and Star Wars. Uh, there was the new Hellblade trailer. I thought oh. that that was actually what probably one of the stars of the that. show. I mm. did watch that one. That's when I that came looks in really good. Like, had gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Now, saw what it was gonna look like. Saw kind of how it was gonna play. Did any of you guys play the first Hellblade? No, me I, neither. I played two thirds of it. Okay. I mean, it's a scary it's, <laughs> i don't it's, think so it's like a psychological kind of game right it's third creepy. person action so there's there is fighting and stuff but yeah there's some creepy, creepy mind stuff going on she's like losing her mind or something's happening so there's dark flashes and jump scares and it was really cool and really unique um and the graphics were amazing on in the first game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, she didn't she win the the game award for best performance the year that it came out. I think I, that sounds correct. Yeah, because she was like everybody was like this girl came out of nowhere. We brought her in just like for testing, and then she was incredible. And we were like, this is it. Like it is you. Yeah. You're gonna be the character. That's it. Well, I mean, that, that was what Ninja Theory's like first, like independent, or maybe not their first independently published title, but I think there was like a, a f- like fresh IP that they worked on, and like mm-hmm. immediately after that, Xbox bought them. So it's like it's a that's very a, that's yeah. a testament to like man, they're they're figuring that trailer out. was very impressive looking yeah. too. Yes. Like that yeah. giant look. I liked how big it looked. Yeah. You know, yeah. when it was just in the background, like it just looked mm. big. Yeah, like imposing. Can I give one nitpick? Sure. So before that trailer aired, Jeff Keighley was like. This is gameplay. We're about to see Senua's Saga gameplay right now. <laughs> and it's like, so then they, they play the trailer and it's like, fair enough. Maybe this is gameplay. But it's hard for me. And maybe this is a thing because I didn't play the first one. But like, it's hard for me to think of something as gameplay if there's not a HUD present on screen. Yeah, I think they That's, did that on purpose. Yeah, there, is, sure no, there is no HUD in the game. Ever in the first game? I don't think there was a hug. no. It's part yeah. of the like. It's it's part of the experience of the game of like you're supposed to be experiencing this. It's supposed to be kind of this mind fuck whatever. Mm. Like you know, okay, totally zoned in and engrossed in this experience. And so yeah, there is okay. no HUD. But I understand what you're saying because like Game of War back in when they first debuted that they also didn't show any Game I, of War. Like God of War. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, what's that game? I want to play that game. God of War Game Awards. <laughs> No, God of War. Like when they did that and they played through it with gameplay, it was all there was like no heads up display. And when that was going through, it did also make me feel like this could be anybody. But I I feel like the difference there, and maybe I'm I'm misremembering or I'm you know, imprinting my thoughts on history, but I feel like you could tell sort of like the slightly jerky movements of like somebody moving the camera and stuff. And I was like, okay, like this feels real to me. You know what I mean? I mean, but it kind of wasn't real. The God of War. Oh yeah. It was like, they created just that and they had like almost nothing of the game. (laughs) You know what gameplay trailers, I believe the ones that start with a press start screen. If they were like, this is Senua's Saga gameplay and it showed like, 
Hellblade 2 sent you a saga, press start, and then you press start and showed me a trailer, I would believe that it's gameplay. The thing, the thing with Hellblade 2 is it's a much more cinematic and narrative experience than maybe you're even picturing. Probably. Like, yeah. it's yeah. not just a game where you're solving puzzles and, like, fighting stuff. It's very storytelling, mm, cinematic, yeah. weird, yeah. head-focused, that kind of stuff. Like, And it's mm. short. I, th- I think I think it's I a short the first game. One being short, so it's or a rather, very. I remember people saying that it's a very succinct, direct yeah. experience. Yeah. So one hundred percent on it. I forget what ha- I got. First of all, it was scary and intense. So it was. It's <laughs> yeah. hard to be like, I want to go play Hellblade, you know. Yeah. And I think there was a particularly scary part. I kept failing, um, or like really intense where you're being chased or something, and yeah, I just yeah. kept like maneuvering incorrectly. I can. And. Uh, <laughs> It was just stressful. Yeah. yeah, I put it off for long enough where probably another game popped in and then I just lost. It's one of those things that's hard to go back to. Yeah, true. Because it's so yeah. storytelling focused. I but. mean, the fact that you think that it might not have been gameplay may be how good the game. Maybe it's, you know, a true for how good the game is. I, I 100% fair. believe that's gameplay I, because, because everybody yeah. was saying yeah. that the original one was so movie like and cinematic. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I could be down for that. I mean, it, like. Not for nothing, looked great. Doesn't I mean, really like good. visually speaking, it was like, I, I mean, you're right. Like the the dude like lumbering yeah. through. It's like it was very like you know. I, yeah, and she was good again. Like yeah, I was yeah. watching her performance because I was like, this is supposed to be good. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love when Jeff Keighley gets excited about something. He holds the mic with two hands oh and he gets God. like yeah. really excited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So just treading through the rest of the list. Blah 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 blah. I mean, oh, I Halo TV show. Yeah. I was like, yeah. On Paramount Plus. I have a subscription to Paramount Plus. You, what? Allie. <laughs> well, Allie does. And What's on Paramount Plus? Yeah, what did you need to watch uh, on Paramount Plus Verizon? that you have a subscription? You can ask Allie after this. It's, I don't know why she has it. It's Halo and one other, there's one other show they on have, Paramount Plus. all of Nickelodeon. So, like, you know, we'll throw Do on the odd right. Hey Arnold oh. episode, you know. Um, I, um, I mean, I know it's coming out soon, but... I was kind of excited to see Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm glad. Oh, yeah. I actually, <laughs> Horizon so, Zero, what? So yeah, I was lame. preoccupied while I was watching it. I actually didn't watch any of that because I was like, this game's coming out like right now. You know what I mean? You it was now, like, I watched it. You know, it so oh, I skipped it. Horizon? Yeah. I skipped it. I yeah. was just like, it's... it's. It was just it it basically just showing you like, here's a lot of new monsters that we have. And they oh, wait. You know what? I did see some of this. <laughs> and, and one of the monsters, I was like... Okay, this is this is pretty wild. The snake like, on the thing. That was the yeah. one where I was like, "What?" That was I was the like, one. Okay, like, or I was like, "That's you know, pretty I, we, creative." We saw the T Rex before, and I was yeah. like, "This is a fucking T Rex." And then I saw that thing, and I was like, "That's pretty cool." What yeah. you're describing is why I skipped it mm. because I want to experience that in the game. I don't mm. want to just see a trailer for a game I'm already gonna play. Mm. Got me more excited. I never finished the first Horizon Zero Dawn, so <laughs> it's like, here here's a question: Should I finish the first Horizon Zero Dawn before this comes out? Of course. Or do you think I'll burn out on that genre right as soon as the new thing comes out? You need I mean, to play it, it immediately. It depends, yeah, on when you play it. Mm. But it does like you can't you don't have to play it, but I think it would be helpful because. Mm. There are certain characters, based on how the last one ended, I'm sure there are certain characters that would carry over to this game. Mm. And like, yeah, mm. there are certain like things that happens and twists that happens that I think it would be very helpful and much more impactful when you watch, when you go to play the second game, if you had played the first game. You know what I'm realizing about this what? right now? This, I was not playing Horizon at the time that I should have because Breath of the Wild came out. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, I'm playing Breath of the Wild instead. Yes. We talked about that extensively. Yeah. Here's the killer. <laughs> two, three. Horizon Zero Dawn's coming out like inside two weeks of Elden Ring coming out. 
and I'm definitely playing that instead. Well, like that's what Breath of the is. Wild like, and that's Zelda strong. were. <laughs> <laughs> like, Breath of the Wild and Zelda were separated by I might even be less than a week. Like yeah, it was like so, the twenty seventh and the third. And by the way, you play games, you could beat it. You could beat Horizon two mm. in two weeks. I got really? to the desert land. So I yeah. thought the first one was like 40, 50 hours or something. I don't you, think it's that long. Uh, it was if you like, if you like platinumed platinum it, it, it was probably fifty hours. Well, both of you guys platinumed it, so I'm like, and you only have one platinum trophy, and it's that game. <laughs> so yeah. to me, I'm like, obviously, I can do this. I have to do this. Okay. I've got like the platinum Apex Club. Legends platinum as well. <laughs> <laughs> you got the hundred percent. Don't platinum. Don't platinum shame her. Yeah, it's not platinum shaming. I'm just saying like that that. It illustrates to me the that pitch. the game is of enough quality that it's worth going after the platinum. The, if two I mean, of my four, yeah, but look, three friends, have it's done probably it. like it came out, and I was like, this is probably gonna crack my top. Now I don't say it's a lot. It's probably cracks my top ten. Ooh, Liz, I don't believe you. I need a list. I, <laughs> if you're, list. I will make the list, and I, I like I can't think of a lot of other games especially ones that have come out like recently i feel like mm. so many times you come up with like your favorite games and they're like all sort of older nostalgic games like mm. that one came out i was like i think i gotta make some room <laughs> <laughs> that's how i felt about bioshock <laughs> if you're talking about just playing it though you don't have to platinum it like you're struggling with Who even just playing i was right gonna now? say you clearly what? don't know me <laughs> like, yeah. yeah but you're not, if you're not even gonna play it and you're complaining about just playing a 22 hour game like but, not even being able to play it so here's the thing it's like if, so let's say there is enough time between this is such a semantic thing but if, let's say there's enough time between Horizon Zero Dawn 2 and Elden Ring where it's like okay I actually have time to play this game like I will drop whatever I'm doing to play that game because it's going to be topical all of us are going to be playing it right so it's like sure. I want to know what's going on right but I also don't want to be like burnt out on open world games you know we just got done with Halo which we'll talk about later but what- it's like already i'm like i don't want to play another game like that for a while you know wait so burned out on horizon or burned out on just open op- world style games like so you don't want to play horizon get burnt out on that i don't want to genre play horizon, and then and then like have a marred experience with Elden Ring. because then i'm gonna be like well let's get into another open world game because it's, it's like exhausting to me like it's just like it's a lot you know um that's why i mix it up i'll play like racing games and shit yeah that's like a good I'm, point i need to play something different halo is beautiful because freaking multiplayer man it's like you get out of that and you're just straight into the action i wouldn't worry yeah i wouldn't worry as much i guess about playing horizon maybe right when it comes out Mm. but i think you should play horizon the first one Mm. before the second one yeah okay i will take that into consideration yeah i mean it is a pretty story driven game Mm. Mm. it matters Mm. Mm. (laughs) how closely were you paying attention to like the codex and stuff in that game and how much does that matter? Because I definitely wasn't reading any of that. No, no those are no, never no. important. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How far along did you get in that game? I got up to the part where I was fighting Thunder Eagles from the sky. That was like very similar to where I got. Yeah, there is yeah. a sharp like uh, incline in difficulty right there, mm. and it. What? Yeah, like I was very sure I got to that, and I was like. I must be in the wrong area well, I was, <laughs> because I'm doing video games. <laughs> yeah, that thing was hard. It was like after maybe the second or third city and doing all of the quests in all of the cities because I was like loving that game and loving just going out and like killing shit. Yeah. But there was a moment where I got to that next town and then you get to that sand town and then you're done with that one more sand town and then I got to that part or like an outpost and I just stopped playing. I just like lost it. I don't know why. You got pretty far then. I, like this, the sun town? Yeah. Yeah. I, I assumed I was getting closer. And then... That's, that's probably two-thirds of the way through. Yeah. Well, I was there, pushing, but... There's a part 
there was a part in that game where I just lost focus because there were so many side quests. Yeah, that's and what when, I think was happening. When I got back to the main storyline, I r- realized like how good the story was, and yeah. then that helped. This is, this like, is what a, I've heard from everybody, and, that's, and that always kills me because it's like my weird OCD brain is like do all the things except the main thing first. Yeah, you I know, mean, yeah. like, and that, that's just I feel like that's how most of us kind of operate. Yeah, that's how I yeah. played it. You know, and then it's like, but everyone's like, if you just mainline the story, the story's really fucking good, and it's like, Ugh. I think I might before the horizon comes out to do that, similar to like Red Dead, bring it back, come on, just push through. But it was like there's so many cool little like side things that I wanted to do. Like there yeah. was the one guy who like hangs out outside Bandit. Places is like, hey, you want to help me with this? Okay, let's fucking murder these fools, dude. Like, that's so I want to know your story, <laughs> yeah. man. Let's keep going that. down this path, you know? Just mm. fucking murder all those people. And he's like, <laughs> comes out of their faces, and then he's like, hey, I'm having a great time. So <laughs> I want to know what's going through that guy's head. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to jump back into that. But I think other things just took priority, and I don't know. Eventually. Mm. Mm. But I do want to play the second one. It's also a hard game to jump back into. This is yeah. this is my problem. The combat I, is quite complicated. Yeah, yeah. and they introduce true. it in a pretty like easy um, way as you're going like slowly throughout the game to the point where like while you're at the end game, you're switching things back and forth, crafting so quickly. And then I went back to play what the DLC Forbidden, yeah, Frozen Wilds, and was just like. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, well, the, <laughs> this is part of my problem. And it took so, me a long time to yeah, like reorient trying, myself. You're like sliding around, throwing down grapples, yeah, save time traps, and right? Stuff. And like remembering, yeah. okay, the, all these need ammo, and you have to craft all this ammo, and you remembering like what things give you what and right. where you can buy stuff. Yeah, yeah, that that was one of my problems because I remember I revisited it it's and I was like, I don't even know what half of these weapons do, right. and then I remember fighting something and being like, oh wait, I have to hit specific weak points but they're yeah. like really actually hard to hit so it's like it's not even like just like figure out the right thing to do and do the thing it's like no you actually have to have like a high level yeah. of dexterity and competence to do these things and it's like yeah. shit like this is a this is a big wall to get over you know what i mean um yeah, yeah. so that, I'll, play this, I'll definitely play the second one you should play we should play the first one we mm, should beat it just mm. beat it I'll, I'll reinstall it and see how far along i was because if it's like most games that I feel like I've, I've left halfway and come back, if I know that I'm at least halfway through, then I'm like, okay, like we're almost there. You know what I mean? This actually happened to me with Neo, and then I realized Neo is way longer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. The first one? Yeah. I never, I never played the second one. Um, hmm. Elden Ring comes out two weeks beforehand. And then you, you, know, shit, what, you know what comes out between them? I'm what? pretty sure. I need to double check the dates, but I'm pretty sure it's uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Mm-hmm. Then the week after Sifu, and then the week after Elden Ring. Yeah. Oh my god! February is gonna kill us all. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fun. And I'm pretty sure that that month starts with that. I mean, it's not. I don't really care at this point, but that Pokemon game, Legends oh, Arceus. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. So I'm it's actually, like boom, 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 yeah. boom. Like every what a, supposedly a big time game every freaking week for an mm-hmm. entire month. Twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, what? Uh, yeah. What year are we in? I don't even know anymore. Uh, We're so close to the end that it's basically there. All right, let's let's plow through some of the rest of these. The other titles that resonate any sort of importance to me was uh the new Sonic game, Sonic Frontiers. Yes. Which again, we didn't see any gameplay, but it looks, looks like looks an adventure cool. game. Yeah. 
I don't it looks, know. Like, I mean, looks it's like an, an open world. It's Sonic an open game. world Sonic game. Yeah. That's right. It, it, yeah. There's got to be enough like open world engines that you could just throw a Sonic skin over and it'd be yeah. fine. For it sure. Very that's pretty. Very colorful. Yeah. Look, looks nice. I don't like Sonic's. I don't like that Sonic design. That's not my favorite. The Sonic modern design. Sonic. Yeah. Is it like, like thin classic Sonic. Like, yeah. yeah. Long arms, fat hands. Yeah. Right. yeah I Sharp and angular. Yeah. I think I've gained a bit of love for Sonic over the years. Like it's almost like so bad that it's good. You know what that I mean? model. I can never just just Sonic, the idea of him. I like Sonic. Yeah, me too. I feel you like know? you're pretty into can... Sonic. Yeah. Well, I you're feel like I... Sonic Olympic Sport. Uh, what is that called? Yeah, you Sonic played that horrible right. Sonic game. I, w- yeah. I assumed you were a fan. Yeah. I I I would say Don't I am have, like, a fan, but it's Sonic on like... your tree. I do. But yeah. it's like <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like I think I've I've come into my element because for the longest time it's like Sonic had a, a pretty dark age where it's just like these games suck. Yeah. This yeah. is not fun. Mm. Like everything that's coming out is bad. Yeah. And then it was basically once Sonic Mania came out that it was like, oh wait, people actually give a shit about Sonic. Sonic was actually cool. Yeah. And now it's like I'm old enough to not feel like old things are whatever. You're almost wearing like Sonic colors right now. You are exactly wearing that. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, okay, so there was that. There was that game Slitterhead, which I'm sure you guys probably don't care much about. That was the no. one. It's like the horror game that's made by the Silent Hill guy. Um, it had a pretty interesting Kojima. trailer, but it was a little over the top. No, Kojima doesn't make Silent no. Hill. I can't remember what the guy's name is. Uh, but people Guillermo are excited about that. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, never mind. For Shadow of Mordor stuff, there was Lord of the Rings Gollum. Yeah, a little odd. Looking. I, have, I have a lot of trouble getting excited about that. Yeah. yeah, well, he's probably the most, I don't know difficult character to like no i'm it, the it was a very weird character design i didn't like how he looked it was Gollum. A, okay. it's a stealth Gollum. action game oh that ga- i did see that trailer it was too. like that a was very weird. it wasn't you know there's always a hurdle to get over of like okay these this character doesn't look like the way i'm used to it looking in the right. movie yeah. but then on top of that like it was almost the sort of like weird chibi like yeah. little like baby star, Gollum. Yeah. like star wars clone wars like animation yeah kind of they kind of yeah, yeah like, like a the, little too childish but like the like, yoda he looks yes exactly he I, looks I think, really creepy yeah but, so like, it was a little childish. odd and then like but at the almost. same time it was it was particularly odd that the character design they were clearly trying to go for a different thing that's that's in the movies but the voice acting was in like and, trying so hard to copy Andy and and, th- and this is where it yeah. kills me because Pick while because <laughs> while the gameplay while the gameplay i think genuinely looked interesting take out Gollum and put any other character in the situations that they were showing could be cool right but then i think like i don't like listening to Gollum in the movies yeah. but do i want to listen to him throughout an entire game did yeah. they show gameplay I, th- I think most of it was like g- gameplay or gameplay adjacent, like you know. Uh, looked, I thought it was just cinematic. Yeah, it was all cinematic. Are you sure? It was like he had the guy. The yeah, I think there was he... gameplay for. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. I think you're thinking of something else. Yeah, because he was just like. I mean, it, it seemed like it was maybe emulating what the gameplay might kind oh, of no. be yeah. like. Like he was attacking was one like orc, and then other ones are coming by, and he like dumped the like whatever. Yeah. Hot molten. Yeah. Metal lava, lava. Lava. Yeah. Pretty scary. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, like, it was upgrading, exactly gameplay, but it's like, like, you know. We're like upgrading Gollum. Like, how is this even going to operate, you know? I guess. I mean, it seems like he's somewhere in a cave and people are coming to try and get the precious. And so he's going to murder everybody that comes in the, the cave. It's actually a tower defense game. They're <laughs> <laughs> like lemmings, like situation yeah, right. yeah. I mean, not much happens with Gollum over those years. They really fly right past it in the movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I don't know. How about a <laughs> ring wraith game where you're like a ring wraith before he gets tainted by the, the by the ring? As he's getting tainted. By yeah, the ring. that'd be awesome. So he's gaining powers but losing his sanity. Why isn't there a game where you play primarily as a ghost? Like that would be cool. I mean, are we talking about the like Shadow of <laughs> War, Shadow of Mordor games? Ghostwire yeah. Tokyo. I think like a that's wispy, kind of what a that wispy guy ghost. Is. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, you're right. You, yeah, he was a ghost. Yeah. Kellerimbol. He was a yeah, ghost that a wispy ghost. from the guy that was But he's, he's a by ghost that walks on the ground, you know? Wispy ghost. Yeah. yeah. He needs to know the rules. Hold on. Alex, you have really good ideas for video games. <laughs> like that would have been a great narrative if you're playing Gollum as he goes insane while he's trying to protect. That would that have been sounds, better. Yeah. Way more fun than when it's actually going to happen. Which is going to be a shitty like stealthy Gollum game with some weird back like little episode that he has. Weird. Maybe they'll surprise us. Sorry. This is the thing. Whatever. Um, Okay, so there were a few others that were talked about that, like, I don't really care to talk about if you guys want to. That's cool. uh... There's Ark Raiders and Rumbleverse and The Expanse. Sometime in the chat, you said that Reggie appeared. Yes. When did Reggie appear? He was announcing why? some award. He was announcing like creative design or, oh, okay. or something. Yeah, he, he, was, some he, was, he was announcing an award. I it was say- hilarious that he was wearing a Reggie pin, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's his own brand now, man. Yeah, literally. Uh, uh, it is funny, though. One thing I will mention that about the Game Awards that I did pick up on was how terribly either ill-prepared or written the speeches, the thank yeah, you speeches. It definitely like, sometimes people gamut. go up. Sometimes people go up there and they're just, they just pick it up. It's like this guy was like, "Wow, it's kind of it's pretty heavy," and he's like, "Thank you guys, bye." Yeah. <laughs> that like, was odd. It was a very odd for best indie game that uh, Kana won. Yeah, the guy yeah. went up there was just like, "Thanks, guys." Yeah, right. He's I'm like, out. I'm not part of this industry, guys. We're just trying to make money, so peace out. He, like, was, yeah, very was, unenthusiastic about the fact that I, he won. I skipped all the acceptance speeches. It was so odd. He like gets. Kana won. He gets up there. It's him and one other guy. He's the only guy that talks. He takes off yeah. his mask. I just really want to thank, you know, people we work with. People we work with are great. Yeah. And, like, our families. Our families are great. You know, and, like, uh, yeah, like, we made this game. And, like, you know, it took a lot of work. And, and uh, make another one. Thanks, <laughs> man. Like, thanks, guys. Like, I could have like, written his speech 25 so seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and that was written. it. It walks off. He should have said something about coming into the industry and Nothing. thank you so much for the welcome. Yeah. And I'm so glad you loved it. He and didn't get emotional. He wasn't like, oh no. my God, yeah, my family. Thank neutral. you so much. All it's the long nights game. supporting me. Nothing. The, Just the, totally yeah. nothing. No emotion. Nothing. And then the second guy that he brought up with him said nothing. My, yeah, he just stood <laughs> there in a blue suit off. with a black mask. It, it makes was like feel... the entrance of the, the whole show and it was so lackluster. You're like, what the fuck is and going this is on what, here? This, this is what really burns me a little bit is that it makes me feel like, and it makes, yeah, it makes me feel like the audience feels that the people making these games don't really care. Like yeah. that bothers me a little bit. Yeah, no, yeah. big time. I think he oh, must just be a guy that's not. He just got the ticket. And he was like, no, yeah, he must well, be no, a guy no, that's he, just not very emotional and very like. Because you see the other end of it, right? Yeah. Like um, my favorite accepted speech was the Guardians of the Galaxy team. Yeah, like when they won their award, it was clearly like this uh, this lady who like ran the studio. I think she was the the director or something, and like <laughs> it was actually kind of they awkward. Won best Could, narrative, best narrative, yeah, yeah, surprisingly. And, yeah. and she was like, yeah. she said something to the effect of like, "We're so happy to be here. Like, thank you so much for this award. Like, my team works so hard." And she was like, "And thank you for putting up with me." And she's like, "Who are we kidding? I know you all hate me, but like, this is fine. <laughs> thanks, thanks anyway." <laughs> and I was like, "That's, That's pretty, pretty like honest, but like." cool yeah. that's funny i also think last bit is that on a few of the acceptance speeches especially when they're like small little titles like best audio or design or some stuff like that and it's like next to 
the actual like host person who's like, and the best one goes to whatever. And they're like on that little like balcony thing with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? There's always like a weird transition when they're done saying their thank yous. To like that, walk away. Yeah. Because yes. then they like pause for a second and they're like, okay. And then they like kind of walk away and the host just kind of like looks at the camera waiting for this person to leave so that she can continue doing her thing. Well, I love when Jeff Keighley's interviewing someone too. They'll be on an interview and they're both be on camera and then the interview ends and then they just pan away from that person and they're just standing there and Jeff and then it zooms in on Jeff Keighley who completely ignores them and yeah, just starts yeah. going on with the show. Anyway. And the, yeah. guy, and the guy I'm sure is just like, oh. Just hire somebody to watch the entire thing through and just pick out pain points. So that Like they have to have a dress rehearsal, right? I mean, like, come on. I assume, yeah, probably. I don't know. We figure, but you can't do that with the winners. Yeah, yeah you no, can't because yeah, I guess be, that's true. Yeah. Are um, we gonna talk about that moment with uh, Guillermo del Toro? N- what happened? He dunked on Konami. What happened? <laughs> Did you guys not see this? Did you guys oh, not watch this? Oh, where he just this? said like, "I'd really like to work on a Silent Hill game" or something. Very. Yeah. Direct. So he like Jeff Keighley introduces uh, Kojima because of course whatever, and so he's like, you We're know, friends. We get dinner together sometimes. I like this guy. He likes me. They literally all were like, we're the best of friends. This is my best friend, Kojima. And Kojima was like, this is my best friend, Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he, he like introduces him. He's calling in whatever virtually. He introduced so that he could introduce Guillermo del Toro, who's also calling in virtually. And so Guillermo del Toro could introduce his game. <laughs> and uh, so then he starts talking about it. And he's like, yeah, you know, it would have been, we, I created this game. It's just a, whatever. I helped with this game. It has such a great narrative, like best story ever. You know, only story maybe that could have been better. Like as if like, you know, I'd gotten to work on a silent game. <laughs> yeah, it was very direct. It yes. Was, yeah, I forgot about it. It was very, and I was just like, what the fuck is yeah, happening? Are we going to talk about this? Yeah. 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 What are the implications? Nothing. Probably nothing. But yeah, Konami doesn't watch it. I th- <laughs> I'm under the impression that most of the bigger publishers don't give a shit. Like, mm. um, I mean, Konami definitely is gonna know that that happened. Yeah, we drove by uh, the Konami uh, offices in LA, mm-hmm. and it was a giant sign, and didn't look like anybody was home. It said Konami not, not welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so I think the last funny. thing we'll talk about game of the year in a second, but I think the last game game that was of any relevance was the Matrix Awakens demonstration so like dude that was such a lackluster like final did you play performance. it performance no so the, i played it sh- I, I have it if you guys it was such play. a terrible short. closer to the show yes it was definitely it was. not the fact that they worthy. were like this is our last one i was like they're, they're kidding and the joke There's is, is that it's gonna be a smash game <laughs> yeah. it's a demonstration <laughs> for something that's not even a game <laughs> neo's in smash <laughs> that's <laughs> what i mean well, like it wasn't even anything like it it was it was nothing well keanu and carrie were super carrie that's her name uh, is it Carrie? Yes. You mean Keanu? Keanu and Trinity. Uh, yes. Trinity. Yeah. Carrie something. Trinity. Yes, Trinity. it's Carrie. Um, or something like they that. They were. He was very weird. I don't know. I just didn't. Yeah, know. he kept animating with his arms, yeah. being like, "You're all breathtaking." Yeah. And she was it, like, "Keanu, we're here to do a job." <laughs> I would. She was yeah. very serious. I agree. As a closer, it was weird, especially for the fact that one, it's not actually a game. Yes. But I think the point of it was, I mean. You're, getting, Ke- you're getting Keanu Reeve on stage. Okay, like, whoa. Um, but I think the intention is that it's sort of like showing you what Unreal 5 is. And it's like, yeah. this is this is a baseline tech demo for what games could and will look like going forward. And, like, when you play the demo, it's like, this looks incredible. Like, it really is 
pretty special. Um, the, I mean, it's ridiculously basic. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not like a, anything like. It just seems like, like it should have been a middle of the show well, announcement. Felt like I agree I, with that. Just a. I'm I'm glad that the game is great, but it's just a cross promotional thing. Yeah. It is a cross promotional thing. So it's yeah. just like, hey, check out this thing and really? watch the Matrix when it comes out on yeah. December. It whatever. was like when Vin Diesel came on and he was just like, hey, I'm here to not show you a trailer for Fast. For, oh yeah, Fast Nine yeah, or you're whatever. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, that was actually <laughs> that was a worse closer, I'd say, because at least at the end of this one, it's like, hey, we're gonna talk about this thing, and like now that the show's over, you can go on PlayStation right now and download it and play mm-hmm. it right now. And it was that's like, that's nice. cool. It's like it's moving the show into like the next phase, right. you know, which I think is interesting. But um, yeah, I have it. You guys should play it. So yeah, it would have been a better announcement had it come at another time. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And really, I think you would have gotten the same effect regardless if it was like, play this right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but we didn't talk about the Sonic 2 trailer. Oh, yeah. The, the Sonic movie. 2 trailer. The like, anytime I feel like in any award show that you can get a comedian on stage, you're like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Like, at least it'll be like three minutes that I, aren't so cringy. I love <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Uh, ben, Schwartz. ben Schwartz. Schwartz. He Big actually fan. was genuinely funny when he got yeah. Jim Carrey on video chat. That got a little awkward for a minute. Well, Jim, yeah, but like I would ben take Schwartz, that over any of the other presenters. One hundred percent agree. He's uh, John Ralphio, you know. Yeah, Ben know. Schwartz. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was very funny. Yeah, yeah, he always is. He's a great Sonic. He made a, a DVD joke, like a physical DVD. He's like, isn't this funny? He also made a joke about how terrible the first Sonic looked. Yep. It was like, you know, that. thank you so much for being here. And by the way, like, thank you all for the note about the teeth and the legs. <laughs> that like, was We needed that. We needed yeah. that. It was a great note, you know, and we did it. Thank it you. Really <laughs> I thought the trailer looked fun. Why not? Yeah. First one was good. I, you was, know, I was here, surprised here by how good the first one was. Knuckles' yeah. tails look good. Like, mm-hmm. they all look good. So why not? Whatever. I'm, I'm in. I'm yeah. definitely into it. I'll watch totally it. in. Yeah. Yes. The first one was good. The first one was great. Yeah. yeah. Was oh, we did, we only touched on it, but I'm kind of excited about the Halo thing. I know we just went straight to Paramount Plus, but yeah, sorry. Who knows? That could be fun. Master Chief is cool. I I didn't watch whatever the other one did. was. What was there? There was another TV show. Forward one. unto Dawn. That thing. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah, good actually. That's, that's what I thought. You did were the Halo? I felt about. like the Halo trailer looked a li- like I felt like the show looked a little low Stiff. rent, like a little like well, it was, lacking in production value. Yeah. It was weird because it's um. It's all real people. Like, it's not animated at all, it but it's it was, heavily CG in other ways. It's heavily <laughs> CG. It was all real people, and not one was any little bit recognizable. The, like, none the, of the actors. Actors? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Well, that makes sense. Does it? I mean, I thought, like, at least there would Listen, be, this like... Is Paramount Plus. It's not Netflix. That's yeah, what I mean. Exactly. Like, I thought there would be at least one actor that you're like, oh, he was in, like, that other action movie that I saw or, yeah. like, something. They all kind of looked like low-budget versions of other actors. It was surprisingly... It looked. I thought it all looked good, but it wasn't maybe what you'd expect from Halo. And the fact yeah. that that was like such a big like, it, there were so many moments in the trailer that were like pan to this person, yeah. pan to that person. It was very focused on the actors, and they were all kind of no, no one, people. no care. Like they <laughs> weren't. Nobody. Yeah, they weren't recognizable characters or actors. So I was yeah. kind of like, mm. why? Who? Uh, where's Master Chief? What is happening? Come on. Also, am I making this up, or did they use? the same shot that was in Forward Unto Dawn and I'm pretty sure one of the Halo commercials where it's like normal human standing looking like normal human Spartan walk past significantly taller. <laughs> you know probably. what I'm saying? They probably, I'm pretty sure that. that scene has yeah. been used in 
tr- in commercials and in that forward on to dawn thing and then when we saw it again it was just like they like this it's like yes the spartans are tall we get it you know yeah yeah the actress that plays um the lady what's her face from resident evil 8 mm-hmm. she yes. is so tall yeah she is she oh is a God. very tall person that was cool for her though that was cool i'm glad that resident evil got a little bit of love I didn't you know too. somewhere in there that was nice. i was happy for that for yeah. that one speaking of games getting love justin what did you think about it takes two winning game holy of the year? crap it takes two one Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't even know? I don't even know. Oh, oh that's why I was like, I was, I was trying to say this before. I was kind of excited. I was going to say that I'm excited about this too because, like, you guys are going to tell me that I haven't seen. I don't know who won. Yeah. Uh, it takes two one. That's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not good for the industry. That is. That is crazy. What What I'll okay. say first I mean, is, I really thought. I mean, we were talking about. I, it, I, but I, I was I, like, let me say, who called it? You. Yeah. I called it. You did. I really <laughs> thought Deathloop was going to win. Deathloop made sense because of how things usually go, <laughs> yeah. but it takes two. Nah, because it was I a mean, better game. A, I don't know, man. That's weird. I mean, I guess it's kind of it, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of it, like, it is hard for me to say because I didn't play most of the other ones, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't really have a point of reference. Maybe that is exactly the point. Maybe that's why it takes two one. Because well, I can most I have played it. it takes two and stacking it up against other years' winners. That's why I'm so disappointed. <laughs> yeah. These games yeah. I have not played and have no context for. Definitely not as good as those. <laughs> you know, you guys said something about like the winner are like what was no, your? No, go ahead. I was, you guys were mentioning like how it, it was like surprising whoever won the game. I thought Metroid won. I thought something like no, no. basic won. I don't think there's no. any way that Metroid was gonna win. Yeah, okay. Metroid was, uh, was was fine, but it was like yeah. it was not breaking anything. But like, I, I like, like, like Alex a, was saying, like if you take yeah. it takes two and put it up against God of War. Yeah. Like oh yeah, that that's is what I mean. so disappointing. Yeah. So yeah. disappointing. I mean, like take Red, any of the Red game, Dead, even the other nominees from that year. Yeah, Sekiro. that's what I mean. Like and. It's just Breath of the I, Wild, Horizon, Mario, like oh, and it's almost less a knock on. It takes two. It's I think it was a down year in general, but to see a game like that where that I played and enjoyed, but felt it had its flaws, and then I just moved on to other games. Yeah, it's it's kind of like you know you expect like when you play a game like God of War, it like gives you a certain feeling where you're like, this is this is easily one of the, like pushing the right. medium mm-hmm. forward. Like this is like will be considered one of the best games yeah. of all time Any in game some respect. That you right? want like a game that wins game of the year you want to be pushing the medium forward. Yeah. Yeah. And so, the thing is is like I would say all of these games I mean I the only one I didn't play was Psychonauts. But like Deathloop definitely did not do that. It was a shooter. It did cool and interesting story things that were different, but like it was what it was. Same thing with Metroid. We've played uh, like honestly, I think Hollow Knight yeah. is a better Metroidvania than Metroid was. One hundred percent agree. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like that. That's that. And then what were the other ones? Uh, <laughs> uh, Jesus, I can't even remember. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank. Again, we've played that game a thousand times. Did it, Literally. Did it look and play great. I mean, yes, but whatever. It takes two to me. One like my, the reason why I was like this is gonna win was one market saturation because like. For every one person that bought it, two people played it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's baseline number one. You know what I mean? So, just the general knowledge of people playing this game is just greater. (laughs) The second thing is it was asymmetric multiplayer. So, like, even if you were playing it by yourself, you're still going to be playing with somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure you have to play the game with a second player. I don't think you can play the game by, like, solo. Is that true? 
I don't. I don't. You know cannot. For sure. You can play it with. Um, you can play it like online, but. Well, that's what I'm. That's yes. what I mean. Like, I think you have to be playing with another player. Yeah. Okay. But I so think you can like, play with a stranger. Is kind of what I was trying to get. Yeah, at. but you yeah. can't play like solo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. So to me, that's like okay. Well, that's that makes this a more interesting novel kind of thing, right? Uh, yeah, the story left a lot to be desired, you know. But then also from a gameplay perspective, it was very approachable. You know what I mean? It's a, it's the type mm. of game that I there's not a single person I know short of my father in law that could pick this game up and competently play through the whole thing and have a good time. You know what I mean? Like li- like my my little sister, my yeah. brother, anybody that I know that's ever touched a video game could play that game and have it had to have so, a good time. I don't think there's I like any. That you still refer to her as your little sister, even though she's like what twenty eight. That is my baby sister, and <laughs> she's thirty. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thirty. <laughs> See, but what's interesting now You're is. As old as my baby sister yeah. <laughs> what's interesting uh, now though is a, a thought like that you're thinking like well maybe the way that they come up with the game of the year is like a little i don't know like stilted it's a little stilted only for the fact that like it can be won by means of not necessarily quality but since marketing and like availability and accessibility like totally and, and that's that's why i think like when i was like imprinting my thought on what would they pick as game of the year like not my game of the year but like if i was on a voting body of people and i had to pick one of these games you know what do i think other people would pick that's the game that i think they would pick i think it it kind of hits the mark on a few categories like it was the most unique of any of those games yes so like you were just talking about we've seen all of those games maybe Deathloop, you know had its own spin on it mm-hmm. but and psychonauts is a fresh take on an old game you know stuff yeah. like that but that's the only one that's sort of different, and you throw that in with new gameplay, with it being accessible. Yep. So you kind of get this, you know, it's separating itself. See that, and, but that, and so everything you just said, it's like yes, I think we can all agree it was a good game. Yeah. And I was like, I played with Liz, and we were like, hey, fun that time. was fun. Yeah. Let's play some. Let's go back. Let's play Apex. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and then I went on <laughs> with my life, and you know, I totally forgot about it until the game awards happened. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So maybe it was, like, <laughs> the, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just I mean, hard to say. I thought maybe it was because so many more people had played it and because there's, like, a fan vote aspect to it. But yeah. I'm looking it up, and it's, like, the voting is split up 90-10. So 90% is uh, the jury, the, the like, the panel, yeah. and then only 10% is yeah, the pop fans. I, yeah. I, I, well, I think the okay. fan vote for Game of the Year was actually Halo. Which didn't even get like ranked by anything else. I the fan vote, the Reddit vote. There was a Reddit one they announced in the pre-show. They they gave it to Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I would have picked. Makes more sense. I think the be- most unique, fun, interesting, different game of the year is Returnal that right. wasn't even nominated. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. so it's just a weird year. Well, I, again, I think, and it's it's unfortunate that it is this way, but I think accessibility has a huge part of it. Because I like, yeah. I would go so far as to say that like, like, like pound for pound, I think Deathloop is a better game than it takes two. I bet it has a better Metacritic score. I bet more people had a better time with it. You know, I think hours wise, I think more people played that game. Uh, more people played it for longer, but I think probably less than half as many people played Deathloop than played It Takes Two. I would be okay with the idea that the accessibility was the novelty of this game and therefore the jury said that this is a good game because it's doing something new right mm-hmm. like a way mm-hmm. out but they're doing it in a different way plus all these different genre breakthroughs and the fourth wall break yep. kind of interesting okay that's novel versus all the other games on the roster that weren't necessarily novel right 
Returnal was more novel than a lot of the ones on there too. But I, yeah, I, so I'd be happy with if that was the explanation. To yeah. That. Okay. Yeah. But, but just yeah, as long as it's just. I don't. I don't know how much that plays a part, but just because the game sells more, you know, it doesn't mean, and it's accessible to more people. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't really mean anything. Make it a better game. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny. I could like, I could redact everything that I just said by Sekiro winning the year before. You know what I mean? That's right. like the most inaccessible game of all time. It's yeah. literally right. the true. hardest Souls game that's ever come out. So yeah. it's like, you know, oh. But it was novel <laughs> in a lot of ways, so maybe maybe the novelty, or maybe that's like a little too. Maybe I'm using a little too like broad in general, but like maybe the novelty is what really like sparks what a game of the year would be. Yeah, I hope could, it, would it be. could be. It could be because it means at least we're advancing, <laughs> not I, just like catering. I think it was like looking back, like retrospective here. It was a tough year, and I didn't play a lot of those games. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that a game won that was different and unique, and it was. I mean, it's an indie game. Is it like? Yeah. I don't think so. I, think I don't so. know. There's, it's no, a smaller... there's no way that game got made for under a million dollars. Yeah. So it's like that. That's kind of my yeah, but it's not, of what an indie that's game not is. how an indie game is decided. That's yeah. how I decide what an indie game is. Yeah, but that's not how if the you... industry decides what an indie game what is. is. What is it? Well, this there? is why games like Kenna are ridiculous to me to be thought as a, a fucking okay. indie game because there's no way that Kenna it. was made for under a million dollars. And what independent developer is just chilling on a million bucks? Well, you get funding. I mean, yeah. if you have a good idea, you get funding. I guess so. But even like you take funding, it's also published right? by EA, it takes two. So I don't know. Oh well, that I think oh. that's what it means. If yeah. you're, I don't if know if that I classify that as <laughs> no. I mean that versus... that's my definition, right? When you're not in in a publisher's pocket, or yeah. <laughs> how do you explain ID at Xbox? Those are indie games by Xbox that Xbox is funding. <laughs> well, it depends on how like depends on the type of support. Yeah, the, I don't know. I, I just think any game with a budget over a million dollars. I'll say, how like, about come on, like smaller in I mean, scope? Maybe I don't know. It's a different weird game. It's not like Activision or like you know the yeah, big names. Yeah. You're it's just weird it's guy who cursed at it's the game wars a couple years world ago. Third person action game. You know what I mean? Like, right. That's the industry standard. You know. So yeah, great games. <laughs> other than that, I mean. I was surprised Deathloop really didn't win that much. It won like two things. It was yeah, nominated which, for like eight. Yeah, which is a shame. I mean, honestly, like, just here, it's funny. Like, when I finished Deathloop, I was like, this game was good, right? And then going through the show when they did like sort of the music numbers, there was a number of times that they played the music from the game. And like, I was instantly nostalgic for it. I was just like, oh man, I love that. Like, that makes me feel so good. And maybe it's just because I'm like a, a music person. But when I hear, when I heard those notes, I was just like, oh. I have good memories associated with this. That feels good to hear, you know? So maybe that game was better than, I don't know, I gave it credit for. Who knows? You're talking, sorry, you're talking about It Takes Two? I'm talking about, no, Death talking about Deathloop. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Did you play Deathloop yet? No. It's, oh, because Halo. I yeah. have it. Yeah, yeah, Halo, and I'm I'm very close to the end of Guardians. Mm. Which one best narrative, which you mentioned before, but that's bizarre and yeah. awesome. Good I, for didn't, it. Didn't Returnal win the one it category did. it was in? It won best action game. Yes. Yeah. So that's great. That's worth it, yeah. Metroid won something, but I was like, no. Also, that yeah. was we're talking about acceptance speeches. That was the worst acceptance speech I have ever heard in my life. Really about it. So Doug Bowser, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, was up for the acceptance speech and verb like I don't I don't have the quote in front of me, but the way that it was presented was, "Hello everyone." Metroid Dread just won best action adventure game. <laughs> Metroid Dread is both an action. And adventure game that you <laughs> published by Nintendo. Have a nice day. It was like, what the hell? Like, I, it was just so like he said the same thing like twice in a row, like unironically. And I was like, you know, you sound like an idiot right now, right? Like he's like, this is an an action adventure game. 
that encompasses both the action of games and the adventure of them. And I was like, did your did your kid write this for you? Like, what the fuck is Nintendo's ex marketing guy? Yeah, you'd think that somebody would have something prepared for him. I just had to think in that moment. I'm like, Reggie is in the audience. This guy has Reggie's job, and he's probably rolling his eyes like this clown blows at this Reggie, job. Yeah, right? Reggie had some cringy, weird red line sometimes. Like, hey, he had Re- some- Nintendo had a gun to his head. Reggie's, a, Reggie's a weird dude. He's, he's a, a weird, weird dude, but he's also dude. a legend. He's got a lot of confidence. He's a legend, okay? He's he a owned all that <laughs> crap, and I was like, you know yeah. what? For him to own it that hard, it's like, yes. I, tip of the there's hat. There's yeah. been a few times where Reggie has like peaked out his actual personality. Like the time when he was fighting Hungrybox for the first time, and like in Smash, uh, was it Smash Brawl or something? And yeah, yeah, it was one of them. Destroyed, and Hungrybox is like, "You're actually really bad at Super Smash Brothers." And he's like, "I run a company all day. What do you do?" <laughs> like, I, I remember that was like, got oh, him. Shit. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> I, I was on that uh, conference call with um, Reggie. Oh, wait, he was like oh, a game. Yeah. Oh, you can talk about stuff. Yeah. I can talk about stuff wow. now. My last job, he was on a call, and I, I sort of, I met him. I met Doug Bowser. Mm-hmm. Um. Reggie is a very and I, we had to do that one via Zoom yeah. because of COVID. Um, Reggie's a very serious dude. Mm. Like he is a hard ass. What, like that's his management style. He knows the way he wants to do it, and that's the way he wants to do it. And that's how he comes across. He wasn't fun. Yeah, you know, he was just like, "This is the way I run things. This is my background." Like it was all very impressive. But in terms of like, is this a guy I want to go hang out with or do anything with? Probably not. He's kind of intimidating. Hey, I mean, he's he's about I mean, kicking ass and taking names, and Nintendo's about making games so, or whatever. And <laughs> Isn't that he, one of his quotes? Maybe. That and that's not the, that's not no comment on whether he's like good at his job or anything like that. Yeah. But he's definitely not like a fun guy. And those those forced happiness speeches, like it it rings so much more true now. Mm. Having you know after having is, met yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I think it's also like uh, very emblematic of the rumored like you know very stonewall like nintendo you are only allowed to do this and that like you were saying before yeah and i think that's like you know he's a good example of that because you could probably see him like gritting through his teeth like games are fun yeah <laughs> D- doug bowser genuinely nice guy though oh okay. he is a nice guy yeah hmm. i think cnd met him or did we meet him uh doug bowser gave him the first switch yeah but like we were there did yeah, we, we talk to him shook his hand mm. that was about it interesting moment i wore my smash pen when I was meeting him, they encur- my, my company encouraged us to all wear stupid yeah. Nintendo stuff. Nintendo stuff. So I just wore Before the pin. Before you come to work, go to the Nintendo store, right. buy a hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> he noticed my pin, though. He's like, that's really rare. Ooh. I thought that was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It was like the E3 one, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was a Smash. Uh, yeah, the E3, <laughs> E3 Smash pin we got for playing, like yeah, being the first yeah. ones to play it. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome that he recognized that. Yeah. Um, okay. A lot about the game awards. Is there anything else game re- uh, game rewards game awards related related game, awards? game award that we wanted to discuss? Uh, Tales one, Tales one, best RPG. Well deserved too. Yeah. Are you done with that game? No. <laughs> oh, I, I, you were pretty far along the last time. I don't know. I haven't talked to you in a while. No, I, I by not, a while I mean a week. You know. I have not made it very far. I was grinding a lot. Nice. I beat that boss that I was having trouble with. It turns out. You don't actually have to beat them all the way. And so I went. Oh, and, I know what you're talking about. Yep. I went and grind, grounded, ground, grinded, ground, ground. <laughs> <laughs> I did the same thing Grown. where you're like, it's not one of those things where you have to die, but you just, you're like, I'm not I doing a lot of damage yeah, here. But, but you don't actually have to do that much damage. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh man, I spent like four hours like beating all these other guys oh, and like God. getting all this experience. So I didn't do any of this. Yeah. So I told Alex when, when uh, we were playing that game, like it is I would say it's 
almost unadvisable to actually grind in that game ever. Doing the main story will always net you more experience than yeah. doing anything else. Like, like question, yeah, the big lizard in the very beginning. You're not really supposed to kill that. Or oh, the, no, the praying mantis no, no, thing. No, no, no. Yeah. That's Definitely level 45, not. and yeah, you start like, at level like. You're two. not going to fight that until after you beat the game. Yeah, he's really easy that's, to dodge and like. Yeah, so I felt you're like not I going to beat that no. until after you beat. That's the game. like the um, it's like the snake in uh, Final Fantasy Final, VII, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. The swamp. It's the same. They, they put that. It's clearly like a yeah, a gating yeah. tool. Yes, you um, can dodge. Your friends can't. Well, there's also a thing like you think it's easy to dodge. Then every boss in that game has a thing where like when you're at the last 20% of their health, they go like super saiyan and move it like two times speed and do way more damage. So it's like you're like if you if you were able to get him down to 20% health, you will die at that point because he's just going to one shot you with some cheap shit. If you're not within I I didn't I didn't do story as much as you you Mm -hmm. told me to do. Um, but if I was within ten levels, that was pretty much the max. Yeah, and I and those were grinds. Ten would be a heart. Yeah, that would be very. Hard. And I did that often. <laughs> yeah, I should have just kept going with the story. I would not. Yeah, no, I've never been in that scenario. That's yeah. like I didn't. I didn't do that much. I just went and did like all the the beasts or whatever. I was like almost at the yeah. their level, so I just fulfilled those contracts. And there you go. Um, so I'm if there's nothing, it, no problem. If there's nothing game rewards related. There are two remaining topics that I'd like to discuss because we went for a while. So I want to like you yes, know be sensitive to everyone's time. So first, I definitely want to talk about the games that we're playing, specifically Halo, because I think there's a lot to talk about there. Um, but before or a- would you guys want to talk about that before or after this uh, this other fun exercise that we could all do? Games first, first. Or exercise let's, first. Let's do, let's do Halo first. Okay. Okay. Halo. Has been out. We did it, guys. We're playing Halo. We know what it's all about. I'd like to know your thoughts. Alex, last week, we did not talk about the campaign very much. It was just kind of like, because it was super fresh by the time we got to play. Now you've had some time with it. What do you think? Put a lot. Put a lot. Um, I wasn't sure what to expect, because, you know, I really didn't watch any... I didn't watch many trailers. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was getting into. I knew it was open world, but I didn't really know what that meant. Um... And so I'm dropped in. Feels great right away. Feels like Halo, more or less, which is what you want. So mm-hmm. I was very impressed with like the graphics and the gameplay and the shooting. It all felt very Halo. When I got to the open world stuff, um, it does some standard open world things. You know, you're going around different side quests and stuff. And at first, I was like, "Do I like this? You know, is it because mm-hmm. you're not getting that directed? You know, drop into a unique level. Yep. Have a very Again, a directed, like, here's where the action is, here's where the puzzle element is, or whatever, here's the movement section, and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was worried that I wouldn't get a lot of that, but I I think I love it. Like, yeah. <laughs> they, did you have this moment of dread of like, oh, no. I did. <laughs> I did, because I was doing all the side quest stuff, and I'm like, oh, my God, am I, is this the game? Yeah. You know, but the, and I'm not going to do any story spoilers or too much here, but it does, in my opinion, a really good job. Each of the main, and some of the non-main stuff, but each of the sections feels good. Like everything yeah. that you're encountering has specific moments, and even outside of the main story, even when you're like invading a camp, sometimes they'll just chime in with the Halo music at just the right time. You're like, yeah. "Fucking a!" Like, let's go. This feels great. Yeah, the, I I do th- like how they kind of curate the main missions to be still significant because i had a similar experience where it's like the first like let's say i don't know two hours of the game is heavily choreographed right and then you get to the open world and you're like okay like 
now I see what this game is. That the last time we spoke on the podcast, that I literally just hit the open world and like fucked around with some camps and was like, okay, like I see what this game is. You know what I mean? Um, but it was. I was still in the point where I was just like, well, I guess I guess this is what I'm in. Like, I guess I'm in an open world game. Which, again, I think it's important to have this distinction where the game feels very good to play. Like, it's a very good feeling game to play, which is very synonymous with Halo. So, I was like, okay, I'm in this open world and I'm doing some generic open world shit. You know, get the fucking outpost and find the whatever. Like, just regular shit. You know what I mean? Like, there's stuff on a map and you go to the thing on the map, right? And it's like, while I was not, I, I'll say I wasn't very inspired by the things I was doing, it kind of didn't matter because the game feels so good to play. It's like, you're doing those things, but you're also playing a Halo game while you're doing that. So, like, yes. you have sort of the dynamicness of, like, switching out weapons and jumping and, like, hijacking someone's vehicle and, like, you know, doing all this sort of stuff. I mean, there are moments where it's like, okay, this is, like, the fourth time that I've, like, punched this computer to, like, open a fuel pod and then throw a grenade at it. Like, you know, there, there is a bit of repetitiveness to that portion of it. But, again, it's like, I can forgive a lot of that because it's like it feels so good to be playing it you know what i mean it's like it's like just give me it's like just give me content you yeah know what i mean i just want to be playing this game that's why i think yeah. i took so much to the multiplayer because it's like i don't really give a shit what i'm doing as long as i'm doing it this way you know what i mean i think the feeling good and it's interesting because the game expands so i've only played i played a bit maybe like a couple hours i mean three did you get to the so. open world i did and okay. so like when i'm starting experiences as they like <clears throat> in the old ala as you were mentioning it felt good because everything was paced out properly. It's interesting because they've expanded all the levels and you they expanded these encounters and stuff, but they've given you more mobility. Like the the grapple hook makes it feel like you're still constantly totally. moving, yeah, totally. you're diving into places. That's you what makes it them. not Halo 3. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting that they've given you more, but then they also given you the ability to like uh, feel the Halo speed while also like uh, experiencing more of the content. And, yep. I, and I think what I forgot too, because it has been a while and sometimes when you, you dive back in, you just remember these things while Halo was a directed experience, almost all the levels, like when you're fucking around a co-op, when we played, when we were kids or when you go into the games, there's a lot of stuff to explore mm -hmm. and you go off the, I went off the beaten path. We went off the beaten path all the time. Regularly, yeah. And you'll often be rewarded for that, where you'll find either a skull or a weapon they had tucked away yep. or some cool vehicle that you didn't think was there. Yep. And this game does a really good job of that because if you go off the beaten path, even within the story missions, you'll find something interesting. Maybe there's one brute guarding something weird or there's Easter eggs tucked around the map too. Yeah. And There's a lot of collectibles that, and things that, like that. You know? That all felt like Halo... And the world felt more alive, and it's also not massive, which mm. I really appreciate. It's not, yeah. it's not gigantic. It's yeah, like you're not this in the is, Witcher or whatever. You it's know? just like here's the island. It felt manageable. Yeah, and I don't know. The, the world was just very well designed too. There's creatures running around. The trees creak. Like there's wind. Like everything felt really organic and yeah and good. So my overall my takeaway was like I kept wanting to go back into that world. Like every time I stopped playing, mm. and each of the main missions still. Like you got dropped in, and they all had different, a different palette. So yeah. it's still, it you still kind of got that directed weird like this is the alien ship level, or you know, or this is the library, you know, those kinds yeah. of experiences you still got in, in Halo Infinite. So I'm really happy so far. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I I have I'm I have so happy you're happy. Alex. Thanks, thanks, Liz. <laughs> I was scared I wasn't gonna be happy. Yeah, I was scared you weren't gonna be happy. I know. So I, <laughs> That's I, a big deal. I finished the story today, and story-wise, I do like the direction that it went, especially because like I play, I've I've played through the campaign of every 
Halo game before this, right? I'm also not a Halo super fan, as I've you know discussed previously. And I honestly could not remember before I played for the life of me what happened in Halo 4 and 5. I know there were the light creatures or whatever. Cool. And then there was the, the other guy. Cool. I had to look all that shit up. Exactly. I was Because it's all just like whatever to me, right? Um, but playing this one, it's like the story is like narrow enough in scope where it's like I actually can appreciate what's going on. And I at no point felt lost. I was like I know exactly who like what the stakes are and who these people are and all this sort of thing. And one of the things that I'll give it credit for that I, I did like was one of my biggest problems with open world games and how it coordinates with narrative is when you're in an open world, it's like passively incentivizing you to do the random shit, right? Blow up this stuff, whatever, like to deviate from the main mission. And a lot of the time that to me spoils the, inertia that the that the narrative moments build as you're going through the main missions right because then it's like oh man like something crazy is happening <laughs> yeah. like we got to go do this thing but first i'm gonna go do all this other random bullshit and it's like I, I, that always that never ever sat well with me but this game paces it nicely where it's like there is a sense of urgency that you get with stuff but it, there are ebbs and flows, and it it takes the leash off when it needs to and it puts the leash on when it needs to and it allows you to kind of like not feel bad or weird or have it feel incongruent with the major story that's going on by exploring and, you know, finding the communications towers that you got to blow up or whatever the hell, you know? I, so that I all liked. I, I totally agree. Um, like, it, it felt really well-paced and nothing felt... You always felt like you were making progress as Master yeah. Chief. And I think the thing that this game does really well that I haven't felt in a really long time, um, you're in Halo Infinite, without going into too much stuff, a huge underdog mm -hmm. you know like humanity feels weakened in this game mm -hmm. like the i always forget their name the Br b word yeah it's a b word not betrayed betrayed no brandished i i hear it all the time and i don't even remember it banished banished thank you yes so the banished are like they fucked they fucked up humanity and you know like like you're it, losing it's like if you and you feel it through all the like through the campaign and the story like you're feeling it um and that's a very general way of putting it but and then it's like you feel defeated and then there's like there's fucking master chief and he yeah. feels like such a badass in this game and that's yeah. what you want like you're a force to be reckoned with and you're like the last hope and you feel that uh in every mission and story and the way people talk to you and yeah, really it started like pretty that. nicely where uh, they're like, <clears throat> what are you doing? Everybody's dead. There's no reason to fight anymore. Yeah. yeah. This is a lost cause. And he's like, uh, I'm going to do I'm going to go well, to he, work. Yeah, he's just like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, he just, he has his one lines and he's yeah. just. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, they, they nailed his character well in this, where it's like, you know, this stoic, you know, like not very expressive, but like says like what he's like there's like this old adage that it's like, you know, you learn to speak last, like whoever speaks last is heard most. Right. And the, and the, the concept there is that you like, you're listening most of the time. And it's like, he chooses his words very carefully where it's like, he'll say two words, but they mean a lot in context. Right. Like he's not just like overly expressive or trying to create all this personality. It's like, no, he says like the one or two words that need to be said in this context to, you know, to move the story forward. And it's like that I like, you know? Yeah. I mean? He, he often answer things 
in silence. Like he'll just yeah. not say anything, and you're like, okay, Master Chief, what are you gonna do? Improvise. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. exactly the kind of thing that I'm talking about. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's it's a little, you know, uh, I Campy. don't know, stereotypical or whatever. No, but it feels good though. Yeah. But it's it's, it's nice. What, it's just, what it's supposed just, to yeah. be. It's what He's it's supposed a, to be. He is a hero, and it's nice to feel that sometimes. It's, from especially a game. like coming off of Halo Five when it's like he was a loser. He like he yeah. was like getting his ass beat in every cutscene, and it's like this isn't. I don't want to be that guy. You know what I mean? In this game, it's like I want to be this guy. You know what I mean? Liz, yeah. Do you want to be that guy? This is the guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy. Yeah. Um, I do have one criticism. Okay. And this is an important criticism, but it's not like a damning thing. Okay. So because this game is an open world, it has a very specific setting and way that it's positioned and like all everything that you're doing is within this open world, missions or otherwise. And the negative that's associated with that for me is there's not that much variety in the environments that you're in you know what i mean in halo one it's like you have your like underground labyrinth level you've got your green level you got then it's snowing and like all of this sort of stuff and there's like these interesting different landscapes that you get to explore and see and stuff and there's really not that much of that in this which again is not like a damning thing but it's because this game's scope makes a lot of sense. And everywhere you are in this game's scope is very correct. Like, it, it's very contextually appropriate. Um, but, like, you know, maybe they'll change it in DLC or something. But, like, it would be cool to see this whole place if it had snow on it. Or, like, if there was just, you know, maybe some other type of different environment to explore. Because, like, most of the interior environments looked pretty much the same. And not, like, in a, in a again, a damning way. But it's like, you know, we're inside of a spaceship. Okay, we're inside of a spaceship. Yeah, I, you know, I I thought some of the levels, some of the main missions, I thought they were different enough and varied enough, and it felt like they were callbacks. Mm-hmm. But it was, you're right, it's very interior focused. Yeah, yeah. So there isn't part of the open. First of all, those are just the missions. The open world map is pretty samey. Like, yeah, it's pretty much, but it's also small, so it's it's like. And and also, if they were going to choose any environment for the open world to be in, I mean, this one looks great. Like, I love the colors. It's bright. You actually see the sun moving in certain places. I'm like, this is great. Like, I'm very, like, happy with all of that. But, I mean, you're right. It's a fair criticism. Uh, You know, a lot of the other games, some of the most fun levels were... You know, it was snow, or it was the dead of night, or it well, was like, this weird mountaintop, or I, you know. I remember, it, I I think it was Halo One or Halo Two, maybe, where it's like you're outside doing this thing, and then you're in this in inside environment for like two or three levels, and then by the time you emerge, it's like you finally get to see the sun, and now it's snowing outside, and you're like, whoa, like this is a crazy feeling, like uh, like that never really happened, but again, it's like it doesn't. It's, it wouldn't have been contextually appropriate for this game's scope. Yeah. You know? So I think if that if that's the one sacrifice they had to make, yeah. I, I can live with that, but I, I do see what you're saying. So yeah. that's like a... And that was a big part of the other games. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one last kind of comment that is just more funny, I guess, uh, is that the the grunts talk a lot yeah. in yeah. English, <laughs> um, which is both like a little annoying, almost sort of like uh, episode one of star wars where the the, the droids robots. are like talking yeah. all the time yeah. but the grunts always did make comments like, in english they just kind of do it a lot and there was one point where there was one grunt who was alive and i didn't know he was alive and then i just heard spartan are you still are you still mad <laughs> <laughs> and i came around the corner i didn't kill him and he started shooting at me and then i killed him That's but <laughs> there's a lot of like little funny moments where they're actually kind of contextual 
I have been. Um, that is funny. I've not noticed the contextuality part of it, but I have noticed that they talk a fuck ton. Like yeah, a lot. And yeah, I thought that was gonna get annoying. The brutes also talk a lot. Um, and maybe that's nice. I don't know. It hasn't. It's. Uh, they're just they're fodder at the end of the day, so I don't know. It's also a pretty challenging game. We didn't really talk about that, Scarbo, but uh, yes. So I played on heroic, and yeah, it felt pretty appropriate. But I mean, I was definitely dying a lot. Yeah, like, it was, um, you know, but not so much that I was like, this is this is like, you know, it was uh, like too weighted against me or something. It's like every situation I felt like I could solve, you know. Yeah, and a lot of it, a lot of it, especially near the end of the game, I think was. Uh, more about mobility it made me start to use like the grappling hook in totally really interesting creative ways like i would say i spent more time in the air than on the floor at the in the last quarter of the game i know because like you really have to be like because you just if you jump and hook shot the ground you move twice as fast as you would running so it's like i'm just doing that all the time you know and you kind of need to it's a really good implementation of the grappling hook and grappling hooks make every game better like let's just can we just agree on that like i i'll say i wasn't sure how i would like all the different equipments that you get which aren't that many but when you level them up some of those things are i don't know if you've really like those yeah. are really good yeah i got like every single collectible so yeah it's like so i mean like i use those there are specific times where each one of them have come in handy and they're all really powerful and fun yeah. liz what are your feelings on Halo? <laughs> <laughs> i haven't played oh okay um okay so before we wrap Did up you really don't know that no i knew that okay. you played a little multiplayer right no i played like five minutes more yeah so so that's a yes then okay. sure <laughs> i've watched jason play that's pretty much it jason um, said that the uh the ranking in matchmaker uh the ranking in yeah matchmaking um uh tends to be who can beat you uh, who can like fight with the br best like that's what it feels like to him and I'm not sure if that that is true. Because, well, because in in ranked it, right? in ranked in every mode, there's no radar. You just have the BR, and you, you don't even have a, a pistol. It's like you just have the BR, but you can go get other weapons. You know what I mean? But yeah. you, everyone starts with the BR. So in a lot of ways, it's like that. Um, it, but you will lose if you're just using the BR. Like you will lose. I, I did play multiplayer for the first time. Were you? We played a little bit, right? No, you were not on. It was just me, Jason, and you. Yeah. How was it? Last night yeah yeah two yeah. nights ago literally yes. you dro- last no, night. literally last night yeah. he was started and then dropped off okay yeah, i had to on. bathe a child yeah, yeah. so that was, was a little my nervous child, my child. that he was too intense for you guys <laughs> no i mean i'm intense about the game too like okay i want to win and i almost i almost didn't have fun because it was like i don't know the first tough. time you played yeah oh, we really? only played the first three matches we played were king of the hill style which did I you play ranked did not like uh, the first two matches were ranked King of the Hill. So just like literally yesterday, they just added all of the playlists in. So now if you just want to play Slayer, you can just play Slayer. And yeah. And then we tried Big Team Battle and it was King of the Hill. And I'm like, fuck. It's just like you're just sitting in a circle and just getting wrecked. Yeah. Not, it's never been my favorite. Yeah. I it was like fun. Big- I mean, it was fun, but it's just intense. Okay. It's a different level of. Yeah. yeah. I've been having a lot of fun with it. I've, I've mostly been playing with my friend Brandon. Odessa, what's up, Brandon? Um, and it, it, it's funny. He he and I like most of my Halo experience was with him and some of the guys in my like uh, college dorm. So like he and I are at a very similar skill level, and uh, it's just you know I think we both take take it just as not seriously. So it's like you know it's been fun. Um, got through ranked gold six, feeling pretty good about that. I don't know if that's good or not. 
Jason saying he's diamond or some shit. I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't know if he finished ranking. I don't know. I'm unranked. We only played a couple. Yeah. We yeah. played with some of my old, old college Halo weird. friends. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I called them college, but. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Weird. I met him on. Very weird. <laughs> like, I met him on. two kids now, and sounds exactly the same. He does. <laughs> I. I met him, a group of I mean, Halo friends online years ago, yeah, pre-college, and uh, yeah, well, but I haven't spoken to him in eight, eight, you know, or maybe once, like in a random voice chat, but eight the power years. of Halo, man, it brings yeah. people and together. Yeah, sounds exactly the same. He's um, very funny. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we were talking to him last night. That's cool. It breaks down barriers, man. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many people that I know that play Halo that I'm just like, you know, it's it, like... I've been connecting with in a very similar way where it's like, you know, people that I haven't seen online forever are all online playing Halo. And it's like, that's just, that's the thing to do right now. Mm-hmm. And now it's funny because now that I finished the campaign, I'm like, I really just want to keep playing multiplayer. But like, I feel like my, my compulsion to beat games is like, I need to go play something else right now. Like I want to go finish Solar Ash, but it's like, I, I just, I want to be playing Halo. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's really it's, good. It's that good. It's Battle Pass is shitty though. It's not fun to like level up or anything like that i want more stuff yeah it's very very hard to get more stuff it's annoying like i want to be looking better yeah um before we wrap up because we've been going for a little while yeah uh game of the year is that what we're no i thought it was no, he's no saying, i mean like he was saying it was a long conversation because of game of the year oh yes of course thank you um, <laughs> so i think there will be a fun exercise that i'd like us all to go through okay. it's going to require your phone and access to an email account Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so, Nintendo this week, I don't know if you guys pay attention to your Nintendo accounts, but log into whatever email account is associated with your Nintendo account okay. and type in Nintendo Year in Review. Oh, wow. And, oh. There's, and there's a nice little thing that gives you a bunch of data points about what you've been doing on your Nintendo Switch. And I'm fiercely interested in everyone's thing. I have an idea of where most people spent their time, but I'm just curious. I don't think I got this email. Yeah, Everyone like I... should get this email. There's no way you didn't get this email. It's from Nintendo. Oh, wait. I was on the wrong email. If I search Nintendo. Two if you, search ni- you have to search Nintendo year in review. I mean, but if I search Nintendo, that should come up, right? I, I guess so. I don't know. That's what yeah. I searched. I, I don't This is not looking good. <laughs> when did you get it? Uh, here. I'm going to share this link. I love that we're just doing yeah, this Yeah, that live. did not come up. Yeah, we'll edit this out. <laughs> we'll fix no. it in post <laughs> there you go i mean I this just, is my right thing because okay. this, I, it I has just, i just messaged the group open the group chat and that should be an accessible link for you you'll have to log yeah. in can we just log America, in got that i can do. do okay here we go here i don't we think go. we got this okay. in. so let's go one step at a time done. now mind you there's a play button on the bottom it's going to automatically cycle through everything okay so just hit pause and then use the arrows to cycle through uh the first one is going to say the number of games that you've played this year, twenty-seven uh, games. I played thirty-four games. Mm, last year, I played twenty-eight. Like, pretty yeah, much exactly. Two-step verification. Last year, I played on. thirty-three. So I played wow. one one more game this year. I played one less game this year. <laughs> I feel like you always play the most games, though. Dude, yeah, you have no sure. idea what my beat at twenty twenty-one is gonna look like. It, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> Alex has three. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Well, last year I had six. Yeah. Okay. Liz, okay. what do you got? Stupid Switch. I really hope it's more than three. Four. <laughs> wow, four. That's fantastic. What? Wow. Okay. So uh, last ne- year I played fourteen. Next. This year sucked for Switch. I'm sorry. I, I, I disagree. Did I play twenty-seven games. Next. How did you play thirty-three? 
Because yeah. you're you're playing indie games. What else are you playing? I'm on not this? playing indie games. I'll tell you what I'm playing. Mm-hmm. I, we we will find out what I'm playing. So play on your next though. slide, how many hours did you play on your Switch this year? This year, 266 hours versus my 739 hours last year. Holy fuck! Uh, I had 319 hours this year. 168. Okay. 27. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm not gonna lie. Last year was definitely a lot of. Animal, Animal Crossing, Crossing and yeah. a yep. lot of Breath of the Wild again. Okay, so this year, your top three most played games. This is what I'm most interested in for everybody. Oh, oh, this is why I have so many hours. Interesting. Okay, so oh, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you mine first. I'll, I'll start off. <laughs> three, so, two, one. Uh, three, two, one. Yeah. So my third most played game was Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity at okay. 26 hours, which I like that game a lot. Um, I did not get as far as I wanted to. Second most played game <laughs> was... Oh, wait. We'll do everyone's third, third second, and first? Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, My second use. was uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. It's Ugh. a bad game, but I forced myself through it to beat it. That's How so exciting hours? that that was your second most played game. And I know, right? I hated it. <laughs> I did not like it. Um, and my most played game, which was probably realistically... Honestly, maybe like my second favorite game I played on Switch this year was... Uh, 97 hours bravely default 2 wow. oh yeah all right not my favorite game i played on switch but what was I, your favorite i didn't play on switch probably hades honestly oh yeah yeah i mean Great technically game. i think that came out the year before it did. yeah oh, okay but i i played it to completion at the beginning of this year so all right uh liz let's do yours all right number three new pokemon snap Okay. 23 hours. Nine. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> a lot of that game, apparently. Okay. This is why I was like, what other games did I play? I played 68 hours of Final Fantasy IX. Oh, uh, uh, that's funny. Yeah. There you Final go. Final Fantasy IX's in my top three as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. So I did not realize yeah. <laughs> that game I played. It's an excellent I game to be playing. Yeah, if that you're going to play anything, insane. that's a good game to be yeah. playing. Yeah. So and that game was great. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And then top game is same as last year. And Animal Horizon. Crossing, New yeah. Horizons. The DLC came out. It's good. And I play it. Okay. So also, I play it so much because Jax, will only, my son, will only nap while I'm holding him. Mm-hmm. So my setup is get him ready for his nap. I take my phone. I put it up. I'll watch like something with headphones on. And yep. I sit there while he's on my lap and I play Animal Crossing. Uh, 100%. This is Allie's life sense. right so, now. This is literally Allie's life right now. He takes two naps. He was taking two naps a day. And for a while, he like only only would sleep while you're holding him now he kind of stays down a little bit so yeah that was two hours twice a day and then sometimes an extra hour at night depending on what time he woke up so it was like five hours it's a good a thing day. that dlc came out because that was good dlc and there a lot of content in there to yeah play. so thank god that came out and gave me something <laughs> okay. to do while Animal Crossing came out at perfect times <laughs> for you two times twice twice okay. in my life yeah. Same. Alex, alex and justin <laughs> rock paper scissors for who goes next you can go alex i think alex <laughs> okay alex yeah. <laughs> i think alex is now. what 27 so, hours we'll, go next. we'll get this third most played was hades okay at zero hours what <laughs> <laughs> that's bizarre Yep, zero hours. You must have just opened it. Yeah. I get. Yeah. yeah. I must have you had it open for. It I did. Yeah. I think I remember accidentally opening it. Yeah. So really, only played two games this year. <laughs> because I played that. Uh, I played the hell out of it last year. That was yeah, my game yeah. last year. Uh, Metroid Dread, ten hours, which I don't even think that's right. I mean, uh, the game took like eight hours to beat, so that makes sense. Maybe you had it open for some. Other if you died a couple of times, well, like, or something. Well, remember it has a the timer on it, so maybe the timer doesn't. But if you match die, with... then it sets you back to the time before the last checkpoint. But does the time reset? I think it does. I don't know if that makes that sense. Yeah, that doesn't add up. I'm almost positive I mean, that's how it saves, works. But then you're like if you're doing Final Fantasy VII and you save somewhere else, then you die and you have to go back to your save. 
But this isn't save, it's not a save state. state. This is like it's how long it took you to play the game. I'm yeah. almost positive that's how it works. But anyway, continue. So I was. You had two hours mm. worth of deaths. Good for you. That's what I mean. Like, you think I had two hours more than you? Yes. That is not true. More uh, than me. I don't. I don't know. I. I don't have any ranking. That's what. I, that's what I mean. Like, I don't know. All right. Whatever. Continue. Um, what was the game you actually played? Monster Hunter Rise. Ah. Seventeen yes. hours. Did okay. Not, did not. It was okay. I like that. I actually want to beat that game. I was thinking about reopening it up, actually. I will totally like, play with you. Just for fucking around in it. The new yeah. DLC actually looks awesome. There was a trailer that dropped for... It, I think it was actually during the, the Game Awards. the problem in that game is that you can't get... You can't yeah, the progress ma- in the story with multiplayer. So, yeah. like, what's the fucking... That's, what well, I mean. that, that's so exactly... I, I just started mainlining stuff. And it's and then it's like, well, what am I just, like, chasing armor afterwards? It's exactly. old, it's that's old what I mean. Monster it, Hunter style. And yeah. that sucks. It felt... it. This just felt like... A same or worse version of World, to which me. is why yeah. I wanted to play it because it's like a portable version of World. Like that's the only Low key, reason. Loki, we also have the DLC it. for World still just sitting there. Like we all got that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's a tough game to jump back into. I, yeah. would, agree, I would like to start but I would over, do it. But I, I, I would not start over. I would start over. Personally. No way. Yeah. All right, uh, go ahead, Justin. Uh, so number three with 21 hours, Final Fantasy IX. I didn't beat it yet. I okay. need apparently another 70 hours in that fucking game. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, Bravely Default 2 at 29 hours, which means, holy shit, I need yeah. another t- 70 hours <laughs> yeah, for that motherfucking <laughs> game, apparently. And then at 67 hours, uh, proud about my Minecraft experience this year. Wow. wow. Yeah, wow. did not see that coming. I, oh, yeah, yeah, you said that was like your late night game for a while, right? At certain points, I just wanted to like escape into a place. So, <laughs> yeah, that's what was happening. So what were the big games? I'm not hearing many good Switch games here. What are you talking uh, about? I can, all, I can go through my list. DLC for Animal Crossing is great. Okay. DLC. Uh, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Bowser's Fury is excellent. So it sounds like go, a Scurbo game, though. If you uh, go it down is, to. And it's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> if you keep going. To like pick your favorite, you can pick. You can see. Wait, wait, no, no, we're not. We're just, we're just, I didn't think we were going through anymore. I will, oh, there I will are more say, interesting things. Not, I mean, what was your most active month, Liz? Yeah, like is that interesting? That's not interesting. Mine was April. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at my past- graph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that April? Yeah. How about that? <laughs> Something's in the air in that, April. Well, that was Monster Hunter. Yeah. I'm gonna say just as a side note, um, my Minecraft was number one for me, but it's shitty on Switch. But, it's terrible. How much did you play in, in docked versus handheld? Well, they have that? <laughs> yeah. All 10 hours in docked. That is it. I Wait. had... Oh, sorry, go on. No, no, go, say no that. you keep go going. On. Keep going. Yeah. Like when you scroll down here? Yeah. You keep switching. And then if you go to jump to also, like you can go to... Oh, like up here? Yeah. What was your most active day? I had 11 hours one day in Hyrule Warriors. 11 right. in Pokemon Snap. Mm. Mine was uh, Wednesday, February 3rd, uh, 9 hours in Hyrule Warriors. There you go. Dude, Hyrule Warriors was fun. Yeah, but then I found out it wasn't canon, and I was like, this dumb. I loved it. Ooh, it's not canon? No. No. Yeah. It's like time travel weird. Yeah. Like, you came back from the Breath uh, of the Wild game to tell you things are going to go bad. Uh, I just want to hang out with those characters. Terrible. I just want to hang out with those characters. No. Uh, That's garbage. 295 hours docked, 24 hours Ugh. portable. That's like when you watch a, you know an tells- anime, and they have those filler episodes. You're like, this is yeah. a fucking That's waste of my time. Literally, That's literally you know what it felt yeah. like. Wait, what was your uh, numbers for the docked and two ninety five docked twenty four wow. uh, separate? Now this is what's funny. Wait, about you this. play most of your Switch docked? Yeah, yes. I did too. This, this is the hilarious thing. No, that proves Completely to me. Inverted. Now, granted, it came out in November, but this is that OLED Switch probably a waste of money because <laughs> I'm not getting any of the value out of it because I'm only ever playing. I'm docked. getting all the value out of it because my most active month was November, and in 
170 hours have been undocked. Holy shit. 170 Versus hours. Versus 10 that were docked. Oh, yeah. Wow. So you're, you're playing in bed too, so you're not docked either. Well, yeah, no. I, have, I have 175 hours docked and 91 hours undocked. Ah, so you're closer. I didn't pick up my Switch this year. It was in my dock the whole year. Wow. How many hours? I don't really play docked 27. very often. Uh, 27, okay, right. so what, what was the It's thing not that? like, if I want to play a docked game, I, I feel like if I'm at my TV, I feel like I should be playing my PlayStation because I yeah. could be playing my Switch other times, and so I like need to utilize that. It's like about uh, min-maxing your time. If I was commuting, I'd like that changes everything. But you you said the pick your favorite. Yeah. Okay. So if you go so to the you pick click your favorite, on it, you do the drop down. Then you can see all the other games that you. At least for me, the other game that I played, the fourth game was uh, Mario All Stars. There's a lot of games on here, actually. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Mario All-Stars, Bowser's Fury, uh, WarioWare, loved WarioWare. Uh, what else do we have in here? We've got I'm surprised Eastward, that in. indie game. I'm playing that. I'm still enjoying that. Uh, Mario Golf, enjoyed that. Mario Party Superstars, excellent game. Really enjoying that one. I'm actually surprised that I don't have more hours than that. I think I played a shit ton of that game. Uh, Pokemon Snap, No More Heroes 3, that was a big one. Um, what else do we have in here? I actually played a lot of Pokemon Unite. That weird free-to-play uh, Pokemon yeah, MOBA game? I played a lot of that. You're the MOBA. Um, and then, honestly, I've been, weirdly enough, I've been playing a lot of the, uh, in the expansion pack, I've been playing a lot of the Genesis games on there. Like, you'd think I'd be playing oh, N64 yeah. stuff. The N64 stuff yeah. is just, it makes me cringe so bad because the emulation is so terrible, but the Genesis emulation is awesome. And I'm like, so I've been playing a lot of that. There's some good games coming out. They're recommending Switch? me games on the last page. Yeah, like, I mean, we think I, you should I, play Ring Fit Adventure. <laughs> yeah. Really? Those were not the games I remember. You are fat. The games I got were Hollow Knight, which, I mean, really? Wow. I did not realize that these would be different at all. Oh, wait. You know what? These would be different because it's probably basing it off of the types of games that you see. So, like, my most played game is Bravely Default 2, JRPG. And the ones that it's suggesting me are Shin Megami Tensei 5, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Hollow Knight, and... For some reason, Just Dance 2020. Yeah, mine, well, I also I mean, got mine, mine are all over the place. Yeah, mine are a bit. Well, mine I got are... Luigi's Mansion, Hyrule Warriors, Just Dance, and Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Which is kind of bullshit because I played Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, so it should really not. Do they even know you, Liz? Yeah. Do they even know you? Obviously, I'm an Eevee kind of gal. Mine are, I got Hyrule Warriors, Ring Fit Adventure, Splatoon 2, and Transistor. Mm, Transistor's great. Splatoon 2. And Transistor. Yeah, but not on, I guess not on Splatoon. So here's the most important question. Yes. Yes, we all played it. Mm. Yes. That wasn't Splatoon One. There. No. no Splatoon One was, uh, yes, was. That was Wii original. Splatoon yes. Two was. was the it Switch really? One. Yes. Oh, yeah. Geez. Splatoon Two right. was the only thing that came this out. This is the most important Switch. question for us to close out the podcast on, unless anyone has any more comments. No. Uh, so, the only thing I will say that we kind of forgot to talk about about the Game Awards was Jeff Keighley's intro. Oh yeah. Yeah. About Activision Blizzard. I'm most surprised that he didn't say the word Activision. I think it eh, was kind of not so surprising. I mean, oh, obviously, I it's that. more of a political yeah. play. Like, I get it, right? But like, I mean, cool that he addressed it. He for the fact that he got that it was addressed. Yeah, he, he the fact that he got it. heat originally about it. Yeah. it was important it was that him he say his ass, yeah. right. It was important that he say we don't tolerate this. That's pretty much all he said. Yeah. It <laughs> was better than nothing. Yeah, and he was actually did a Reddit AMA, uh, like a couple days before the Game Awards. Um, and someone asked him, like, are you going to address this? And he, mm. I actually liked his answer. He said, you know, I've been thinking about it and I'm not sure how to address it. Yeah. What do you, what do we, you guys think? And talked, he actually asked for, we talked about this in the last podcast, but we didn't hear what he actually did. We didn't, we didn't talk about the AMA. Oh, yeah. not the AMA. No. Yeah. So, and then he went on and while he didn't, 
he could have said he could have lumped it all together whether you're activision or ea or you know he could have just said like but he he get, he left it pretty general, which is a little weak. But he yeah. still brought it up. Yeah, yeah it I was mean, fine. Everybody knew what he was talking about. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it's also not just Activision Blizzard. Like there have been other instances. True. Which, so, which is funny. It needs to be all encompassing. Just, just to like kind of look at it from a zoomed out perspective, it's like all of that story all germinated from like this online discussion or something, and then it's it feels more real when it's like this show and a human person addressing yeah. it. You know, and it's like wow, like you know. This is like it was clearly a big enough deal where like that, you know, let's it would it would it's kind of minimizing it. But that drama, right, was loud enough that now it's got this like massive public stage. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And then they address it kind of in I forget what they're called, but like that program that they have about like grooming future developers where they were like, I, I didn't understand that and I didn't like it. They do it every year about like they have like this program where they like, you know, try and develop people and then they pick people like in their thing this year was we're going to pick all females for the next one like yeah. to promote essentially that minority in the space yeah. there's a lot of screen time given to them right yeah. Like, yeah there were a couple times where it came up throughout the show that i just skipped over i apologize to them and skipped it yeah i guess i just like i, I looked at it and the reason but I, i've seen it in years past like yeah. the reason why i don't like it is because like they i don't think at any point they talked about something that they actually made and they're just like we're gonna help these people get a job here and it's like okay wasn't it sponsored by Facebook or something? Like, wasn't there? I don't know. Yeah. It just it just felt very unnatural and kind of forced to me. I I, I thought it, it always may, ended maybe with that's like just a... my feeling, but like I don't know. Um, the question I was going to ask was on the last page of this thing. Alex Shock, did you make this logo? Did you make these ESRB logos? No, I didn't make those. <laughs> I've never seen it with the E dashed M. Right, before. that's why I've never seen that before, and I'm like, yeah. did you design this? Because that's E-dash. that's not no, good. That seems yeah, that seems like a, a weird. That's been around for a while, actually. What about the privacy certified one? Did you make that one? Uh, I have helped on that. I've provided that logo to people. There you go. Yeah. Guys, we got a real celebrity on this an podcast. Inventor. I'm basically an inventor. No. If it's, not square, trails, aren't you? if it's not square, I probably didn't have too much. <laughs> These are not square. This yeah. is cool. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. For the year like this, review. This, this is interesting. Yeah. I love, I love doing this. Over. You're the best. Yo, yeah. Where's my email, though? The PlayStation one. I did one. not get an email. He's yeah. making this up. This doesn't really happen. The PlayStation one usually comes out in January, one, so we'll yeah. do that one. That I think that'll be cool. interesting. Ooh, I like that one. I mean, I know the podcast is yes. going over, and I know this is slightly, like, not video game related, but does everybody have, like, a Spotify whatever? Oh, I don't. No. I don't. I'm not subscribed to Spotify. I haven't been able to justify getting Spotify. I mean, don't, I don't you have think- YouTube Premium? That's exactly my did, thing. Did they have one? Well, then you get YouTube Music. Oh, yeah. I figured. But, so uh, why do you need Spotify if you have YouTube Music? Right, well, the reason why I asked is because I was wondering if anybody else yeah, did wrap it up no, thing. And I who, what was they your did Oh, the wrap it up. Well. Yeah, yeah, I did the it. The Aura thing was really interesting. And, like if anybody, well, the way I was thinking about it was if you're going to Spotify or like rather just listening to music for a specific thing, whether it's comfort, which I feel like especially in 2020 and 2021, like everybody was going back to comfort. It's interesting to hear everybody's like aura or whatever the kind of music they've been listening what to. Is that, because, what does that mean? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so when I say aura, is like there's a particular like color or combination of colors that it gives you based on your music, uh, li- like your listening patterns, right? Ah, okay. And to really? think... So yeah. if you're listening to metal, it's black. And if you're listening well, to hip-hop, it's like... It's more like... You... They go into like more of like a motivational, like bold, like whatever, or something a little bit more like romantic or like, you know, dreamy or whatever, right? Or more chill. Oh, no. 
It's like, what's my color? Sorry. It is pretty interesting. It is pretty interesting, and they have breakdowns of what is that the my color? Mean. No, no, no. It oh. goes into later. <laughs> That's the blue screen of death. Yeah. I don't know what my <laughs> your phone's broken. I don't know what my color is. But it's interesting, specifically just for music, because people go to music for such like specific reasons, like. And if everybody was having a hard time in 2021, then you're basically looking at somebody's like music choices and their feeling and tone of their trauma for the past year. Yeah. It's interesting to think mm. of it that way. My music is always just show tunes. There's no deeper meaning. In interesting music news, I just, just got this food, you know? bootleg Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time vinyl, and I fucking love it. It looks so cool. Yeah, yeah it, looks it really does. Oh, Let's get cool. a remake of that game. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Um, it will happen. You really don't... I think it will happen. Oh, it'll happen. Yeah. I mean, Final Fantasy VII Remake came out... Uh, Anything can happen. And perked up <laughs> everyone's ears that made a good game ever. Yeah, but yeah. it's Nintendo. So Nintendo's just does weird things. Nintendo's never really done a Ryu remake, right? Have they with like their Nintendo? Like Ocarina of Time 3D? Zelda. Ocarina of Time 3D is fully remake. Wind Waker HD, yeah, that makes right? Sense. Yeah, Wind yeah. Waker yeah, HD. Yeah, but that's not, that wasn't a, like, it's a remaster. I think 3D makes 3D is difference. totally different. Like yeah. all, all of the assets in that game are completely different. Do you ever play it? No, I don't think yeah, I it Oh, yeah. Different. It's like Link looks different in that game. Yeah. The looks... enemies look different. The worlds look different. Everything's different. It's, it's the exact same game, it's but it's like. Game. But it's different. It's different. It's great. <laughs> to me, it's probably the best way to play this game right now, to be honest. It's the best way. I don't want to play that game. I don't want to thumbpad that. Wait for the remake, remake to come out. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. This is a good place for us to wrap. Listeners, thank you guys so much for hanging out on episode 293. We have one more episode to close out the year. That'll be our Game of the Year podcast. And you'll find out exactly how many games I might have beaten this year. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> I'm excited. What do you guys think? You're having us guess how many games you've played? Yep. I don't know. 30? <laughs> Significantly more. Did you say 30? Oh, it's like in the 70s. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a lot. It's like in the 70s. That means... That means Let's see, there's 12 months in a year, right? 52 weeks. So he's had to have played a game at least like, at least once two games to a two week. times he a week. He probably platinum 30 games. I probably did. Jesus. I'm almost there are times I go. <laughs> yeah, he puts us to shame, guys. Yeah, <laughs> months or weeks. I play a lot of games. Yeah. It's 52 weeks. But you know yeah. what's funny? I'm feeling this weird pressure now that it's like there's only two weeks of the year left. And I'm like, there's a couple of games that I have to finish before yeah. next year. You got to do it, man. Have you have to. Yeah. You have to. Solar Ash. Needs we to all happen. laughed when you were like, guys, I only need like 90-something games to platinum in order for me to get some number, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we did the math, and we were like, this is impossible. You were actually pretty freaking close. I'm pretty <laughs> sure this is not impossible for you. We'll see. We'll like see. Like platinum every two weeks or something. You know in those surveys Jesus. and like wherever where they're like, how many games do you play every month? And there's like one, two more than two? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. I they always see that. Wrong. And I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, I'm like, are you Justin Skirbo? I'm skewing yeah. these statistics. Um, yes. <laughs> we will discuss all of this on next week's podcast. Uh, but for now, listeners, thanks for joining us. If you want to leave us a voicemail, you can leave it at anchor.fm slash podcast. You can also answer our polls there, our question of the week. If you want to email us, hit us up at tzrpodcast at gmail.com. And in the meantime, thank you. Liz, thank you, Alex, and thank you, Justin. Thank you, Justin. Justin. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. See you on the next one.